sometimes helps, but not often. And the great disturbance in the force is that millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and suddenly silenced. And the great disturbance in the force is that millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and suddenly silenced. And the great disturbance in the force is that millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and suddenly silenced. And the great disturbance in the force. Hey guys, welcome to episode 75 of Open Your Toys Cast. I am Slick McFavorite. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. And this is the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and, and all time. time. And those are Mrs. McFavorite, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Masters of the Universe, and Transformers. <laughs> All right, and if you can't tell by the background noise, we're actually podcasting live from Denver Comic-Con 2012. Woohoo! So uh, you're going to hear a lot of uh, Revenge of the Nerds drops as we go through the show. We've, uh, we've tried to start this show five times now yep. and, uh, and haven't been able to get through the intro yet. So what we've decided to do is uh, each time we get interrupted, we're going to stop the podcast and we'll add a drop in so you know we talked to somebody. Um, but if you're new to the show, we are a husband and wife team that I buy way too damn many toys. And I like to give them shit about it. <laughs> and if you didn't catch that, uh, that uh, the S word there, we are explicit. So if you are listening to us for the first time, uh, it is not kid friendly. It just keeps getting better. <laughs> Uh, let's see. If you'd like to leave a comment for us, you can do so on our blog at openyourtoys.com. Or you could drop Slick a note at slick at, your, <laughs> slick at openyourtoys.com. And Mrs. McFavorite has her own email at Mrs. McFavorite at openyourtoys.com. Or you could follow Slick at Twitter dot, or at Slick McFavorite on Twitter. <laughs> I am so distracted. This is yeah, so not even yeah, funny. Yeah, I'm like looking at her and her eyes are just like darting back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. And we're not even like in a main, like they stuck us off in like a corner. We're by the concession stand. <laughs> yeah, but we're right by the bathroom. So I'm so excited. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, we're not far from the bathroom. So if you need to pee or eat, you're going to walk by our booth. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Let's see. Uh, I, I, did I say you had a Twitter at, at Mrs. McFavorite? You just did. All right. Facebook, you can friend the Slick McFavorite <laughs> at Facebook.com slash Open Your Toys. Or you can like our cast at Facebook.com slash Open Your Toys cast. Oh, my God. She got it right for once. And, and Mrs. McFavorite has her own Facebook at Jessica Spiller, one S in that Jessica. One S in that Spiller. I know. I was like, we got to do the old joke for new people. Yeah. <laughs> I got one S in my first name. And the way we'd love to hear from you guys is we do have a voicemail line. You can reach us at 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. 
and leave us comment. Tell us if you like the show. Ask us questions. We love questions. And to me, the the audience participation is the most important part of any podcast by far. Yeah. By far, by far, by far. If we had enough voicemails, I'd do a voicemail-only show. All right. So, as customary with us here on Open Your Toys, we are drinking. And what no. are you drinking today, Mrs. McFavorite? Well, right now I'm drinking water, but I'm going to hit that concession stand and probably get me a juice. <laughs> I'm going to juice it up. <laughs> um, again, if you're a new listener, Mrs. McFavorite is actually... Uh, seven months pregnant. Seven months pregnant. We're due in a couple months. So we normally go to San Diego Comic-Con, but uh, it's too close to the birth of our baby, a baby McFavorite. Uh, so this is our San Diego Comic-Con. It just happens to be year. in Denver. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's just on a smaller scale. Yeah. I mean, it is almost identical to what San Diego yeah. Comic-Con is like. Uh, so. And I am drinking a Sam Adams Summer Sampler. And so currently I am drinking Samuel Adams Summer Ale. It's a wheat ale brewed with lemon peel and grains of paradise. Yes. And it says, brewed with lemon peel and grains of paradise, Samuel Adams Summer Ale is a classic American wheat ale, refreshingly and citrusy, with just a hint of spice on the finish. So, um, yeah, that's basically our intro. So we are going to go ahead and get into con news. Uh, first up, San Diego Comic-Con. Hasbro has released official pics of all of their exclusives. Hi. And we've got links to those. We've talked about them plenty of times on the show. But first-time listener, if you want to see those exclusives, check our show notes. Go to www.openyourtoys.com. Look for the episode, and there'll be links to the show notes. If you're listening to this on the current episode, there's a handy little link right at the top of the page for you. You can follow along. We've got pictures of everything we're talking about because if we didn't, Mrs. McFavorite would have no fucking idea what we're talking about. That's right. <laughs> um, so, Mattel is going to be doing a costume contest this year which I thought was really cool. Uh, so, if you come in a uh, Masters of the Universe themed costume, you have the chance to win a uh, subscription, an Eternian subscription for the year. So that's been working out to anywhere from about uh, four to five hundred and fifty bucks for that subscription. So that's a big prize, especially if you had an awesome costume. You're probably cosplaying anyways, yeah. you know. So why not, you know, why not try to win a big prize like that? Um, but you are going to have some competition. Uh, our number one favorite reviewer, Pixel Dan. Um, was issued uh, was issued a challenge from Scott Knightlick, the brand manager of Masters of the Universe Classics, um, and uh, so I have seen teaser pics of his mosquito outfit, and it looks amazing. Oh boy! Yeah, so I I'm really interested to see what the photos of Scott Knightlick look like because that's that was the challenge uh -huh. to see whether pixel dan or scott would have a better costume now i would hope the brand manager of masters of the universe classic someone that you know he's also in charge of dcu and uh and one other line there 
you would hope that someone probably that makes $150,000 to $200,000 a year would have an amazing costume. Or, well, oh, here, maybe he doesn't have time. He doesn't have a good amount of time to put into his costume, so Pixel Dance will be better. You just never know. Who knows? Oh, okay, sorry, I gotta sit a little bit more forward. <laughs> sorry, I was getting kicked really oh. hard. Yeah, Mrs. McFavorite, we're having to kind of lean into our microphones, <laughs> so it's getting more and more uncomfortable for Mrs. McFavorite. Well, baby you McFavorite your... doesn't like to be... You can take your mic out of the stand. I probably like. more than likely will. <laughs> baby McFavorite doesn't like to be leaned in on. <laughs> So that's an awesome addition to this year's uh, Comic-Con festivities. Um, A not-so-awesome, in fact, a really shitty thing, in my opinion, because it was one of our favorite things to do. I mean, it was the thing we did. I mean, was that... uh, That's not the night we would normally do our pizza thing, was it? Uh, Yeah, it is. Was it? We'd do the pizza thing, go to the fan films? Yeah. Yeah, so it was a tradition for us to do... uh, there's an amazing pizza restaurant, uh, Little Italy in San, like the Little Italy district of San Diego, is right off of downtown. So we'd go to the con. Once the con let out, we'd go get this amazing. Oh, so what does it? It had it has pepperoni. The thing I love was salami. the hard hard salami. So yeah. real thick hard chunk uh, slices of salami. Thanks, Mrs. McFavorite. Mrs. McFavor is practicing her parenting techniques this con, telling me I have stuff in my teeth, telling me I just... He's talking to people, and he's all got shit in his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, listen to our podcast. I've got stuff in my teeth. (laughs) I appreciate it. But, uh, and then, uh, so we would eat that pizza in the park, and of course, uh, take some shots off of our, our water. (laughs) <laughs> and then we would go watch the Fan Film Awards for Star Wars, and they're not doing it this year. Yeah, that's a bummer. That kind of sucks because oh, while it, yeah, while some of those uh, films were kind of painful to watch, it was still fun. Yeah, and and my feeling is is we have Steve Sansweet's no longer there. Uh, he's not coming to Comic Con. Well, no, he's just not with Lucasfilm anymore. No. Oh no! For like two years now, the la- last years when we went to the film awards, he wasn't an employee. Oh. He was just there because it was tradition to Steve Sansweet <laughs> do the film awards. Oh, and so I think this is finally you know it's kind of set in, and whoever took over his place doesn't want to dick with all the effort, you know. See, that's what happens when you have a change of management. Just yeah, fucks with everybody's exactly. world. Exactly. <laughs> um. But another cool thing uh, happening, it's it's not I necessarily... I am getting a balloon uh, hat, God damn it! What? I'm getting a balloon hat. Look at his... I know, the little alien. Mrs. McFavorite is a huge fan of uh, balloon animals <laughs> and balloon hats. And somewhere here on the floor, we haven't even got a chance to walk the floor. We yeah. showed up pretty late this morning because uh, I had to pick up a coupon of all things. If you're a new listener, I'm the uh, I'm King. the cheapest guy you ever know that spends thousands of dollars on toys. <laughs> yeah, that's why we have three times as much toys. You guys want blow pop? Yeah, yeah. take it. Yeah, we're giving a, we're giving away blow pops, and it's hilarious how many people ask you if they're free. 
Like, no, we're selling blow pops. We're fundraising. <laughs> we're fundraising. They're a dollar fifty a piece to match the concession stand. <laughs> um, but uh, so not necessarily related to Comic Con, uh, the show itself. But sort of related is Larry Hama, writer of A Real American Hero, the continuing series on I, the con- continuing comic series of the original Marvel run on IDW, is going to be doing a Comic Con arc in that comic. Oh, that's cool. And his the quote I don't remember exactly, but he's like, "Where better to have people like Snake Eyes and costume show up where no one would." Sh- even bat an eye at him, you know, than Comic-Con. So there's going to be Joe and and Cobra forces uh, uh, walking around the con floor, and there's going to be a story arc revolving around that. That's pretty cool. Isn't that awesome? That is. All right. So Joe Con, all of the three and three-quarter sets have sold out. Were you giving her the big eyes? Yeah, she's like, she's looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she got all happy there. An extremely good-looking woman in a bathing suit just walked by. Yeah. A bikini bathing suit, metal clad, with a big sword. Um, but uh, so Jokon, all of the uh, all of the three and three quarter sets have sold out, and this is the fastest sellout they've ever had in the three and three quarter sets, which is amazing. So uh, we either got a lot of October Guard fans out there, which would include most of the comic fans, or like me, if you're just a toy fan, you got uh, Iron Grenadiers fans. Mrs. McFavorite. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Iron Grenadier oh, fans. I'm listening. It's the Watchmen. You're looking chick. at an anorexic. Uh, <laughs> what was her name? I don't remember. She's from Watchmen. The Main silk, it was something, I thought it was silk. Oh, Jesus. Anyways, uh-oh, here we go. Miss McFavorite's getting on her iPad. Watch out. <laughs> All right, and we also have confirmation that uh, Will Ryan, the voice of Footloose from the original Real American Hero cartoon, will be appearing, and they did confirm that they are going to be selling carded Footlooses. So if you're not going to the show and you're interested in picking up a carded Footloose, if it's anything like dial tone from last year, easily expect to pay about 100 to 150 on the aftermarket. So if any of my uh, What's On Joe Mind brethren are listening to this, I need a carded footloose. I have a loose footloose. So if you want an extra footloose or don't have a loose footloose and you can get me a carded footloose, let's talk. Kick off the Sunday shoes. Sorry, you say footloose that many times, it's going to happen. <laughs> All right, to PowerCon. So, Fuck you. this is, uh, so don't pay attention to that for just one second. No. <laughs> and I want to talk about PowerCon because every other day, PowerCon has been announcing a new guest uh, for their show. Uh-huh. And, uh, and... As far as I know, they're just... The ones I'm getting are the He-Man.org ones. He-Man.org announcement. So I'm assuming these are just master's guests. Uh So I go to that guest list, and it's ridiculous. It's a mile long. And this is a tiny con. I think they're way overdoing it. I mean, they have like 30 guests for... 
for a con like the size of BotCon, uh-huh. you know, even smaller than BotCon, how are you going to support 30 guests? You know, how are you, one, are you going to give, how are you going to give them enough attention? You know, if they're selling stuff, I, I mean, you're competing with 30 other of your He-Man fandom celebrities. You know, I just, I think it's a really bad idea. I think they, I think they should have spaced these out more. I realize they want to make a huge impact on their second year, but I mean, over 30 guests. I mean, that just seems crazy to me. They, they're, well, it sounds like they're kind of blowing their wad all Yeah, exa- that's exactly right. But, yeah. So, if you want to, I'm not even going to try to get it. We tried well, to talk about yeah. the first set. They're going to piss somebody off. Yeah, exactly. And then they're going to not have people return. And I get it. The more you get other people, uh-huh. the easier it is to get people. You know, if you say, hey, your buddy from this show, this show, and this show is going to be there. Do you want to come? You know, the more likelihood you're able to get that, you know. But uh, I just think, like you say, they're just blowing their wad. Too they soon. are. They're they're prematurely ejaculating all over their uh, guests. Oh, God. Blowing your... You just... You had to go there. I had to, dude. Had to. Had to. All right. So... Oh, my God. Really? Are you guys going to just fucking... So, we have people that have, like, snuck in. Our tables aren't against the wall. So, we have people that have snuck in in to sit behind us. and, uh, And one couple is like fucking yelling at cosplayers to try to get them to come over. Oh. Oh, maybe they're their friends. Still. <laughs> I thought he was just like fucking catcalling cosplayers as they wanted to buy. <laughs> well, when I realized they were behind us, I was all, and now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I love conventions. And I just love that you still have fucking... You still have cosplaying Pokemon people. That's awesome. Yeah, I wish I got it. I don't well, get it. You know, it's Pokemon. That's all you need to get. Yeah, I like my Pokemon figure. <laughs> Jiggly butt. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, also, uh, Mattel has obviously confirmed that their uh, con-exclusive uh, Temple of Darkness Sorceress will be at PowerCon. If it wasn't going to be at PowerCon, I have no idea where the hell they would have had it. Um, so, but they didn't get it in time for one uh, for WonderCon. They didn't get it in time for C2E2. So, if you're worried about getting a Temple of Darkness sorceress, don't worry. They're they're not. They didn't make it to enough cons. I'm sure they're going to have tons of extras. Last up, C6. Good, because my, my heart was kind of pounding there for a second. <laughs> Can't be connected to the internet. It says it's connect. Balls. You should be paying attention to the podcast anyways. Punk. I'm trying to figure out that character on Watchmen still. Oh. She was the sexy one in the yellow outfit. There, everybody knows who we're talking about. I hate you. And they're yelling at us like, what the fuck? You don't know that that's Silk Spectre. Booyah. That's what it is. I knew it was silk something. I kept wanting to say silk stockings, but I knew that's it what wasn't. she's wearing. <laughs> I knew it wasn't a. Uh, 
I knew it wasn't a bad uh, 80s cop drama. So, <laughs> Or maybe that was early 90s. Anyways, C6. C6. Now, see, there's a con that can support 30, the amount yeah. of... And they have about that. Again, they have, they have headlining guests. Uh-huh. And then they just have autographing guests. So... Um, but uh, again, check the show notes. We're not going to try to list them all off here. Big names, Carrie Fisher's back. Ian McDermott that we've already talked about. Uh, just confirmed was uh, uh, Django and oh, Cody. Nice. Yeah. Uh, um, so. Oh, no Mark Hamill. Uh, no Mark Hamill this year. That's, I'm telling you, man, we made a good choice going to C5. Yeah. That's for sure. And who, and see, now I, now it's bugging me like it's bugging you. Uh, where is he? Who? The Django. That guy. So you got Jeremy Bullock, of course, Peter Mayhew. Oh, Tamora, Tamara Morrison. That's all it was. That guy. So he's going <laughs> to be there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, collector panel giveaways. These are... These are very highly sought after uh, collectibles from every celebration. This year, they're bringing back. So this was originally a concept from the seventies, okay. okay, and it was going to be a thing called Star Tots, okay. So Star Tots were going to be these little deformed, like little play school play school oh, figures. Those are so cute. And so they're not actually doing figures. But they're doing uh, pins. These are like little uh, There's that little glass thing that we walked oh, past we on our way by. in. And see, that's I think that's like Bakugan or something. Oh, I thought that was King Koopa. What? <laughs> that was King Koopa. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't blame that King Koopa. See, that's what happens when all you, all you expose me to is Star Wars Masters of the Universe, G.I. Joe, and Transformers. <laughs> and I still can't even get well, those fuckers all, right. That's all I expose myself to. Some fucking, some guy came up and, and we were like, oh, you collect action figures? Yeah. Oh, yeah, how so. How about these lines? Yeah. He's like, oh, so you guys do a podcast? I'm like, no, these microphones are dildos and we're just here to pleasure women at their leisure. <laughs> But anyways. Oh my god. <laughs> so So we yeah, got a he, nerd quiz yeah, and we failed because we failed because he had some yo yo shirt on. I don't even know what it was, but apparently C. S. Lewis knows a lot about it. And I guess we and he actually was a cool guy. It's no, just, he was really nice. I, I just don't like being quizzed at my own table. It was yo yo dine, so I know. So I know some people obviously know what that was. Um, again, just not a big, not a, like I am a huge. I mean, it's from it was in Buckaroo Banat, Bonsai. It was in a few yeah, other. Yeah, he movies. started. He started naming off stuff. I'm all. And authors too. Nope. I don't read sci-fi. I could tell you that right now. Like the only sci-fi I've ever read is Michael Crichton. Uh huh. So so Michael if it Crichton was, sci-fi. Yeah, science fiction. Really? It's fiction really? Based Is that on what sci-fi means? Yeah. Oh my god. The whole time. That's what sci-fi means. I know, it's crazy, huh? Really? Chain the people, I need another beer. <laughs> where's my But where's no, my... I didn't oh yeah, I guess 
Jurassic Park would be sci-fi. I just didn't. I just don't equate it with that. I yeah. don't. I don't know, because I think sci- sci-fi, and I am at it automatically go to Star Trek, Star Wars. Yeah, like way in the future. Or yeah, way futuristic, spaceship, post-apocalyptic. Type shit. Yeah. yeah. See, not even post-apocalyptic. I would even put that in its own category. I don't know. I just. So, uh, Star Tots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is going to be the tangent of. Oh, all God, tangents. this is. Sorry, guys, this is going to be so painful to listen to. I am. Not only is my brain night here, thanks to fucking wonderful pregnancy, but. I am so distracted. It's not yeah, even if you funny. haven't heard, there's there is a legitimate thing called baby brain, <laughs> where Mrs. McFavorite and just I suffer has dearly from it. No memory, no attention span. <laughs> I'm just kind of here. <laughs> uh, so these will be very cool. These will be given away. <laughs> the Star Tots <laughs> pins with backer cards, and it looks like they might have a little like a uh, star case style thing, maybe. Um, will be given away at the collector's panels at Star Wars Celebration. And now, then eventually sold in stores. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, these are fan-made. Oh, they're fan-made. Yeah. Oh, I missed Just that Just like part. when see, we went we to C5, remember the cereal boxes that oh, people yeah, yeah, were carrying yeah. around? Uh-huh. So the problem is, is they do like 20 different collector's panels, and to get a full set, you have to go to every single one. So basically you're spending... All day, the doom is really good. Oh, I was talking is about that the what boobs. you want to say? There's a Doctor Doom with some boobs. I'm not sure. Is I think his wife's supposed to be Laura Croft from Tomb Raider. Oh. But uh, so um, so these will be nearly impossible to get a full set. So if you're interested in these, expect. Wow, that's sexy. <laughs> she got a dunk a dunk too. Okay, sorry. Now I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was trying to point out the boobs. I kept saying boobs, and you're like, "Yeah, Doctor Doom." Oh, you were talking about Laura Croft's boobs. Laura Croft has a Hello Kitty purse. I well, yeah, I guess she's breaking the fourth wall there. <laughs> oh, hey. Um, so we also got the first ten prints, exclusive prints that are going to be sold at Comic Con. So take a look at these, Beba. Um, so first oh, one. That one's cool. eh. Um, that one's kind of cool, kind of like a throwback 50s-style movie mm-hmm. poster. From our buddy Tom Hodges. That was a big dick to us at Starfest a few years ago. I can we see get, uh, Oh, that we one. Get a, like that one. Uh, see, is this supposed to be Darth Malgus? that bad. Or no, this is Darth Vader. I don't know. He's just grumpy. They're Even all look grumpy. Look at this photo. He looks grumpy. What? They're all grumpy. I know. They're like And then at C five too. He was grumpy at C five because uh, I bought I bought the oh. uh, online Clone Wars thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, do you know if they're gonna be some he's like, I don't know. Like the other guys aren't me. You know? Anyways. Um I like I sold my soul. <laughs> I like this one from Jeff Conter. It's Boba Fett concept uh, realization. So you have uh, concept fet. You've got the Star Wars Celebration fet, uh-huh. and then you've got Empire and Return fet. Um, this one is very cool from Mark McKenna. It's the it's the two Twi'lek uh, Jedi's 
well, Sith, I should say. Um, So, Ayla Secura and, uh, damn it. And the one from the Force Unleashed. That's horrible of me that I don't, or not Force Unleashed, uh, Legacy, the Sith Twilic. That's horrible that I don't Hi. know that. How's it going? Blow pops? <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back. This is actually a day later. We, uh, <laughs> we, oh, uh, that we, we got Cute. really distracted. Oh, the little head. Yeah, lots of people have had that little head cardboard box outfit. But yeah. uh, So I, we think we were talking about Celebration 6 prints yep. when we finished yesterday. Um, on to Mr. Ken Phipps, I believe it's pronounced. Uh, his piece is untitled, and uh, it is, it's very fitting for 2012. It is a Mayan-style print, of course, with some iconography from our favorite movie trilogy. Yeah. So, uh, very cool. Um, I don't really like the watercolor. I think, I think this kind of geometric uh, design should be more precise. It mm-hmm. should be more mathematic, and the watercolor makes it a little bit more free-flowing. Um, but... By the looks of his picture, that looks to be kind of his style. Yeah. Um, uh, Grant Gould, which we've met before, uh, is doing an animated Clone Wars style print. Nothing too spectacular. Um, I like this one just because I like the theme of it. So it's Tim Proctor and it's Someone Who Loves You. And it's basically Leia and her Bosch. Uh, outfit oh, sorry. <laughs> in front of kind of a background of Han and his carbonite. Yeah, so that one's I've just, pretty cool. I just always love that line, like, who is it or whatever he says, and she's like, someone that loves you. Oh, I just, I, I like you, those I uh, shadow style. The shadow, oh, with the background like that? Yeah. And then Jan Dersima is doing a legacy, a Cade Skywalker. Again, nothing really amazing about it. It's kind of cool. It's got the Anakin Skywalker, the Darth Vader in the background. This must just be a clip of it. Let me see if we enlarge it and see. Oh, okay. So we're not seeing the whole prints here. Yeah, if you click, it's crazy. It's my it, it enlarges it and actually wow. shows the whole Concept. print. <laughs> so don't if you go to that the show notes. That one's pretty cool. It does look good, but it's not necessarily slick style. It's, it's comic book art, you yeah. know. I mean, it, I like it, but do I want to buy a fifty dollar print or forty dollar print of it? No, I don't think so. And then this is the one I'm most excited about. It's called Trooper Break 2. And this is from Stephen Hayford, or Hayford. Um, He does all of those. I've shown them to you over the years. He stopped doing them free of charge, I guess, um, for the the Force.net and for Rebel Scum. But each holiday, he would do a Star Wars uh, figure diorama. Uh based on that so you know there'd be a thanksgiving where it was imperial troops and ewoks sitting down to a thanksgiving dinner or you know shit like that oh i think yeah i do remember those yeah i mean there's some of my favorite photographs of all time 
Oh, oh so this is awesome. Yeah, so it's a whole break room. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, people reading the newspaper, getting into the fridge. So I think if I were, if we were going to Celebration 6 and I had to pick one print, so far at least, these are just yeah. the first 10. There's still going to be more coming out. These are probably the ones that I would be picking up, or that one would be the one. It's only 30 bucks. I think that's the cheapest of all of them so far. Lots of these are to be determined. I think they're wanting to see, they're wanting to see what other people are going to charge. But so again, yeah, check out the show notes. What can we get for art? <laughs> <laughs> check out the show notes. Take a look at those prints. Um, and that's it for con news. Let's go ahead and get right into toy news. TF Asian exclusives. That's uh, Transformers for all you new listeners there. Uh, so if you haven't been listening to the show, this was a big announcement that they did. And these are some of the first pictures we're getting to see. So these are going to be Asian market exclusive action figures. I like that shirt. I think you need to be. Lo- <laughs> I'm like, if you're not looking at me, I don't think you're listening to me. <laughs> um, so, so basically, these are things that all of the Transformers collectors in the States wanted out of the generations line uh-huh. and they're Asian exclusives. So that means <laughs> import prices. Yeah. Um, so they're showing the card backs here in the first image and we get uh, Springer and this is the uh, shit. I can't even think of what mold or what name he was, but it's from the hunt. It's the helicopter from the hunt for Decepticons. And I really like this. I, I've been waiting for a Springer. I've been on the fence about Warbot picking him up. Um, and I think this is going to be good. Again, if, these, if we can get these in the States at a reasonable price. Uh, next up, we have the cup mold is Swerve. Meh. Um, Meh. I like this one. This one hasn't really received a lot of good, uh, a lot of good response from the fandom. But... Uh, we get the Transformers Prime Cliff Jumper mold with a remolded G1 Cliff Jumper head. So I just think that's a cool idea. You know, you're using, again, this isn't a G1 alt mode, you know, uh-huh. because it's the one from the Prime. But in robot mode, I think he looks amazing. Um, then next we get Wheelie, and this is in the Jazz mold uh, from the Generations line, and uh, and I love Wheelie. I'm a big movie fan, and so I'm all for a new Wheelie. And the coolest thing about this one is we get a new slingshot accessory. Oh. So Transformers the movie. Oh my god. <laughs> Transformers the movie, he had the little inner John slingshot. That was his weapon. Oh. <laughs> All right. I miss our big TV. I'm having a hard time seeing this stuff. I know, compared to when we do it at home. We're so spoiled. So, uh, Legends line, and these have already been uh, posted up at robotkingdom.com. You get, uh, uh, so these are the smallest versions. We get a hoist, and uh, shit, what mold is this? This is in the Trailbreaker mold. Don't like it? No. 
I don't really like it either, just because it's more of an SUV mold, and hoist was a truck. Well, I mean, just, a truck. Well, rounded. I guess it was a truck with a topper. It's just way too rounded. That's what I don't like about yeah. it. Yeah, and then uh, one I do love is, and what do they call it? They call it Motor Breath, which is weird. That's an interesting name. It's uh, Motor Master from the Stunicons and the G1 Optimus <laughs> Legends mold. Um, then we're also getting a Thundercracker with the Starscream Legends mold, and we're getting a Blue Streak with the uh, Blue Streak with the Jazz Legends mold. So. Again, being a big junkie of the Legends molds, I absolutely love, I love these uh, Legends that are coming out. All right, next up, Scout Class. Um, we're getting a Sandstorm. If you were, uh, if you were a fan of the, um, of the Triple Changer from G1. I could really care less about him, but he's in the really good Doom Buggy mold from Revenge of the Fallen, so that's that's good. One I am excited about is we get the Dead End, uh, get a Dead End deco on the Revenge of the Fallen Breakdown mold. I like his car mode. Yeah, yeah. At least they don't have him posed very well in the picture and his... Robot mode. Yeah, he's just kind of plain sitting there. Yeah. Um, again, being a Bruticus fan, him being my number one combiner, and combiners being one of my favorite things about Transformers, we get Decepticon Brawl, and this is in the Breacher mold, which I really like the Breacher mold. People said, oh, it's too simple. Well, that's what I liked about it. Was, well, that it's one a very looks good. Mold. Yeah. So you get his remolded cannons on the top. Mm -hmm. Breacher didn't have cannons because it was more of a troop delivery alt mode. And then one that has everybody really excited, so I can imagine it's going to be the expensive one. We get a laser beak in the Sky Stalker mold. He looks pretty cool, too. Yeah. Those, are so, those like axes or sword things? Um, I think they're like well. axes. Again, I don't, I don't have the Skystalker just because I wasn't interested. I do have the Sunstorm because I had to buy a case to get Wind Charger, but I haven't opened them. Um, it does look like it has, well, maybe not. I thought it had a remolded head, but that looks like the same head. But So basically, Laserbeak Deco, you know, so, and you know who Laserbeak is, right? Mm -hmm. The cassette from, okay, I just wanted to make sure. Um, then we've get, we get a power dive, oh, which I could really me. give a shit about. This I'm very excited about. We get Protect-A-Bot Hot Spot uh, based on the Inferno and Grapple, Grapple Voyager mold. And then another one I'm really excited about is we get a G2 Megatron using the uh, Bludgeon mold. I'm trying really hard to look at these. Can you not see them very not well? Not very well. Well, and the, the problem with it, these pictures are blurry to begin with. So if you go, these pictures are from a slideshow. I'll just... See, they're, they're photographs from a slideshow. You can see part of it down here, and they're just cropped. I'll just cozy in more to you. There you go. And then lastly, we get a Voyager Brawn, which is just a remolded head on top of the... It looks like it's the first uh, first edition... 
bulkhead from Transformers Prime. But the head is just ridiculous. Look at that. It's a little tiny freaking pinhead. <laughs> I mean, even even Hotspot, his All head's their a heads little small. small. I can't even see Megatron's head. Well, that's because he has like a background here. It looks like his head here. is that little... The cannon <laughs> up here. <laughs> well, see, the it problem is, silly. Is, uh, is his head's right here. Actually, the bludgeon has one of the largest heads of Transformers. Really? You just can't see it because of all the backpack oh. behind him. Um, and so that's all from that slide. But since those came out, we've also got an announcement of Leader G1 Ironhide and Starscream. So this... The Ironhide is cool. I like it because it's from the leader Ironhide uh, from Dark of the Moon. But the Starscream is amazing. So I've always wanted this. Oh, well, that sucks. That, that's to, the link. Way to link just to their main page, assholes. But anyways, so this is the movie-style Starscream in G1 colors at leader class absolutely amazing it's i think that's going to be a must and that's going to be expensive so selling lots of figures to get that one that's what i want to do you're a little low there do you want me to crank up your mic no i was just talking under my breath oh okay (laughs) all right masters of the universe (laughs) classic dragon blaster skeletor um did we disconnect again no we're uh there is free internet at the convention center, but the internet here is ridiculous, if you could yeah. imagine. It's slower than dial-up speeds. So we're tethering our phone, and the nice thing is, is uh, with tearing, uh, tethering the phone, at least we have 4G internet connection here. Yeah. So we've got, you know, pseudo-broadband. But the problem is, is my shit keeps disconnecting for some reason. Well, it killed I my iPad. Well, yeah, you left your iPad on. It kept trying to connect to the wireless. Yeah, well, it should have connected to the wireless once we got home. Oh, oh, that's right. You took your iPad home. You didn't leave it here. Yeah, I didn't leave uh, it here. I didn't even think but about no, that. But no, I was watching my battery power go down all day yesterday. It went from, I think yesterday I started it at like 80%. Uh-huh. And by the time that uh, we packed up to go to the panels, uh-huh. it was down to like 60%. Oh really? Yeah, because it kept every time that it would it would go into snooze or uh-huh. sleep mode or whatever, um, it would kill the connection. So then I would have to sit there for five minutes hitting complimentary Wi-Fi. Oh. Cannot join. Okay, complimentary Wi-Fi. Cannot join. Okay, complimentary. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep doing that, and then finally, like it just opens up enough for you to connect again, and then that that's when somebody would come up and start talking to me, and then that's when my iPad would go into sleep again. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Masters Universe Classic subscription uh, folk got an email last week or a week and a half ago, and we got an announcement of Dragon Blaster Skeletor. (laughs) Um, And so this is one of my favorite figures from the vintage line. So in the vintage line, the dragon that's on his shoulder here would squirt water. So you could fill him up, and you would squeeze the dragon head down, and it would shoot water. So that's Dragon Blaster Skeletor. Uh, Absolutely love the padlock and chain. 
very reminiscent of the original. Now, there's been some complaints about the amount of teeth. They, people are saying it looks a little goofy that he has a bunch of teeth in there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> he goes back one more time and smack his hand. <laughs> people have been very nice. We're, we're giving away blow pops just to be like, hey, you know, want, want something for free at where something. At a place where everything costs money. Yeah. And uh, and people have been asking us, are they for sale? No. And people have been very nice about asking if they can have one. And they've been even nicer about saying, can I have two if they want to take two? And of course, I mean, shit, we've been fucking, we're going to have like a hundred of these things left over. Um, but Miss McFavorite was giving a kid shit that was trying to be coy about he took one he passed us and then five minutes or a couple minutes later came back and took another one yeah well silk Silk specter yesterday she came by she's like can i have a sucker i'm I'm about to have some serious low blood pressure or uh low sugar low blood sugar oh and i was like oh yeah for sure and like she just kept taking them as she was talking to me i'm like a sucker (laughs) you're gonna have way too much blood sugar (laughs) So the teeth are an issue. People say yeah. that smiling grin looks a little ridiculous. So I wanted to show Mrs. McFavorite the vintage version. Because remember, these are all because well, they don't have action features or anything. They don't need to make a big mouth. I thought you were hooked up to this. I am. It's just taking for it. That's why I was saying oh. I don't know what's going on. I thought it disconnected, but it wasn't. He-Man.org is just running really slow. But so in the vintage one that we'll see here in just a moment. Um, two. It only <laughs> it, it only had three teeth on each side and a big round mouth that had the hole in the back of the mouth. So lots of people are saying... Well, okay, sorry. Lots of people are saying... Lots of people are saying that you, you should have done it more round, more like the vintage toy. But we've already seen Leech, and they didn't do Leech that way. Leech, they gave him a full mouth, full teeth. They put a little dot in the back of his mouth uh-huh. to, to resemble the squirting, uh-huh. you know, the squirt hole, whatever you want to call it. And <laughs> But... Uh, but yeah, they didn't do anything out. They still made it more realistic. So I think this kind of goes along with the line. I think they could have done three, three or four big teeth, as uh-huh. opposed to like what on one side. What would you say there was probably eight to ten, like um, like half of the mouth. It looked like a real dinosaur mouth. Yeah, exactly. Well, a, a comically <laughs> costume one, but yeah, you know. I know what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if heman.org is down, but we'll come back to this. Um, Retaliation Wave 2 three-packs have been revealed. I would hit stop and then try it. Yeah, I think for some reason. Check my phone. Make sure we've got 4G on there. Yeah. 4G on there? Not full, but yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. We haven't ever had full reception. Oh, it's just He-Man.org sucking up everything. So if you follow me on Twitter, you saw I do a 140-character review. Uh, 
of action figures. So basically, even less than 140 characters, because it takes 140 characters. It takes it takes some to put 140 character hashtag. Uh-huh. So the hashtag is pound 140 character character reviews. And then you have to put the name of the item. So they end up being about a hundred character review uh-huh. of an action figure. So I reviewed each individual figure from the three packs from G.I. Joe Retaliation. And to me, I didn't buy a lot of the Retaliation stuff, but those three packs are your best investment possible. Less than seven bucks a figure. All of them have, well, I'd say... All of them, except for the roadblock, have amazing articulation, you know? Mm-hmm. So these would be, if we had the toys coming out, these would be the next wave of, of three packs that are coming out. So we get an Airborne Trooper, which in the colors, I just, it's supposed the to be... The blue is kind of weird. And it's supposed to be an homage to Airborne uh-huh. from the vintage line. And with the skydive uh, webbing and everything, and I just think it, it looks like shit. I don't even know who that guy's supposed to be. We get fucking snake eyes with what they're calling, what, what the fandom is calling Kamakura colors. So that green, remember the green ninja that I had out on the table for a while? It was like, it was like mint green, kind of like a sage. Maybe. Yeah, I know. There's so much shit out there that you don't pay attention. Now, the only thing I really do like about this is look at this. It has a three knife sheath mm-hmm. on his chest. I think that's I really cool. Like the Wolverine things. Oh, the claws. Yeah, I think they use them a little too much. Um, but yeah, he comes with the Wolverine claws. Wolverine things. Wow, that's a technical term, folks. <laughs> um, it does look like it'll be coming with the Uzis and the 9mm that has the detachable silencer that could be either used for the 9mm or the Uzis. Until you lose it. <laughs> now, this one I'm really excited about. This is a... Uh, oh, with the it's balloon, a balloon lightsaber. lightsaber. That's so cute. There's a little tiny Okay, Jedi. i got to get a picture of that. Keep talking. Okay. Um, so what I'm most excited about is this is a gray firefly. Um, and uh, what I love about it, it's using the, the beachhead um, legs here, or at least the lower legs. So you have the knife sheath down there. Yeah, it doesn't have the silencer holster, unfortunately. Then we get another cobra trooper, uh, cobra paratrooper. And this one's really interesting. It's red and gray with black webbing. So if you weren't happy with the blue webbing that came on your Cobra Trooper from the first wave, this looks like to be the figure that you can pick up if oh, you want to cool give looking. them different paratrooper webbing. Yeah. What I was saying is the the wave one paratrooper uh-huh. came with this bright blue webbing that people have been complaining about. Oh. And so now's the chance to get a black set of the webbing the face the, mask is kind of crazy yeah it's weird it's like it's like bioshock style it's it got is. like three yeah. or four well three lenses and maybe a breather would you consider that breather there in the middle yeah 
I like that it has the the gray uh -huh. stocking head. So that one's very cool. We get another storm shadow with less paint apps. Again, I'm not I'm not like a part simplistic. expert. So, um, but you get the new bow that they've introduced, which is very cool. This compound bow, it folds down. Uh huh. So that's the expanded version. Then you can collapse the sides oh, to cool. store it. It looks like you actually get an arrow, which is new. Um, and then the, probably the coolest part about this Storm Shadow is you get the 25th anniversary uh, backpack. <laughs> so you get the arrow backpack with the two sword sheaths on it. That's pretty cool. That was just one three... Oh, no, that was both three packs. So so these look shitty compared to, <laughs> compared to the first three packs we got. But to me, there's some must-have. The gray Flyerfly is must-have, and the red Paratrooper is must-have. So if this is the first three pack, that's a total skip for me. Um, so the, the Airborne Trooper, and who, let me, I should have read this here. Uh, Pants change, blah, 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 blah. It's, oh, Agent Mouse is the guy that I had no idea who that is. And it must be a comic book character because I don't recognize that name. Um, the Snake Eyes is Night Op Snake Eyes, even though his fucking webbing is all huge like that. He's pretty cool. I just don't like that the gold is cool if it was like silver and gold or that blue is just bad isn't this cool when my phone's tethered it'll show me my text messages oh that's awesome <laughs> um all right uh transformer collector club teams up with e-hobby so if you're unfamiliar with e-hobby they are a magazine in japan that do some of the most amazing exclusives out there. I literally have a eBay, uh, eBay safe search for them that uh -huh. emails me whenever there's a new e-hobby thing posted. Um, their big claim to fame is they do a lot of uh, Diaclone. <laughs> they do a lot of Diaclone, so the original Transformers before they were called Transformers. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, repaints, so you know you have Black Ironhide, um, uh, 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 Red Mirage, shit like that. Um, one of the things they've done recently. How's it going? Hi. I met you with Bob Oh yeah, on the plane. <laughs> well, that was actually a very cool break right there. That, that was. was uh, that was a guy that I met at Bot, or not at BotCon. I met him on the plane to, to BotCon 2010. Uh, he was playing the new video game, which I can't even remember which one it was at the time. And I could see him through the seats, and I tapped him on the shoulder. He was in front of me. I was like, you going to BotCon? He's like, oh, yeah. And he's a local here. He's a cop. So... But now I'm not doing anything illegal anymore when I go out and party, so I should be good. Um, but yeah, he's like, oh, I totally forgot about your podcast. And so that was cool. He, him and his wife were here. So yeah. 
So now, and his wife is named Jessica as well. As well. Probably not with one S. But. Probably not. <laughs> so that was awesome that he, that we got to see him, and uh, hopefully we'll get to hook up with with him for a beer or two or nine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Transformers Collector Club teams up with eHobby. So as I was saying before, eHobby is a, a, a hobby magazine that is uh, uh, does some of the most amazing Transformers exclusives. <laughs> and uh, uh, so their first offering for this team up was they took a hundred and the a hundred and fifty of the box sets from the BotCon 2012, mm-hmm. and they made them available for Asian customers. That 150 sets sold out in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so they're, they're saying they already have their next collaboration on deck, uh-huh. um, and, and they've actually, they were asked about the possibility of doing a collaboration with the Joe sets. Uh, well, set just G.I. Joe. Again, it, they haven't said, oh, yeah, we're going to be offering the BotCon set to the Asian market every year or anything. This was just their first trial, you know. Um, so that'd be really interesting if they... Because Joe, Joe is only really big here in the States. Canada is next. You know, there's a big Canadian contingency. Uh-huh. Um, and then, and then Europe has Action Force and that kind of stuff. But GI Joe is just so—it's a real American hero. Yeah, like that's not big in Japan. You know, there are collectors and everything out there, but so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that, or if anything comes of that. I'll tell you what: considering all the sets are pissed off, and I and I'm not getting my Iron, Iron Grenadiers. I'll be pissed if they sell sets in Japan of the GI Joe. <laughs> um, possible vintage package speeder bike at at and BMF, and I'm not talking about Baby McFavorite. Um, so right now these are just rumors, but in the Toys R Us computer they found listings for exclusive vintage at at. And speeder bike, okay. So they've already offered the ADAT. So it seems weird that they would have a different new listing for it. So if if, if you don't remember in the vintage line back into in the days, the ADAT originally came in an Empire Strikes Back box, mm-hmm. but it also came out during Return of the Jedi in a Return of the Jedi box. And so the thought here is that they're going to be doing that same vintage Return of the Jedi box, which is based on indoor, you know, and then also a Return of the Jedi speeder bike. So that would be awesome. I actually have, I, I have like next to no vintage package Star Wars stuff just because it's so damn expensive relative to the loose versions of it. Mm-hmm. But I do have a vintage boxed uh, uh, speeder that's never been put together. It wasn't sealed, unfortunately, or it would, or I would have had to pay a lot more. But but it's never been put together or anything that I picked up, I think, for 15 bucks at the toy show we do every year. I mean, something really cheap. 
So I would love to get a new version of it in a new version sealed vintage box. I think that'd be really cool. It'd probably be about 20 bucks or so. Do you want a blow pop? All right. So yeah, I think that'd be very cool to have a, a vintage speeder bike, you know, or a, a modern era speeder bike in vintage packaging, brand new sealed. Um, so now the other thing that I find very interesting, because I think this is going for quite a bit nowadays, um, because it's one of those large items. You know, people like, like eh, I don't want to have something that big. And then they either buy a new home or they just get more serious into collecting or whatever it is. And they're like, shit, I want that big Millennium Falcon, you yeah. know? So I think this is good that they're re-releasing. I think it's awesome that they're going to release it in the vintage packaging. Cause the vintage oh, because they didn't release that one. It was just the ad-at that they had released. La yeah. Was it last year or the year before? Uh, shit, it's probably the year before. Okay. Uh, they starting to run you know what's funny other. is I gauge it on where we store the toys. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, my ad at is in the garage, so I think that was two years ago. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if it's in the closet in the back room, that was five years ago. <laughs> oh, look at the Peter. Oh. oh, that's pretty good with the sagging pant. Is he a Han Peter? I think so. Because that's not that's not that's the not Peter. his normal pants or anything. No, I think that is a Han. Maybe Peter. he's just a weird Peter, and those yeah. are the only like butt crack pants he could find. It's a it's a, it's a lazy costume Peter. <laughs> and I should have linked to the I should have linked to the vintage, but the only thing with the Millennium Falcon uh -huh. is the vintage packaging was boring as shit. It was like this red background that you see this on. With the toy and some action figures and a kid in it. Well, yeah. Yeah. As That's opposed, what they had with back then. Well, no. But, like, you think about, like, the Imperial Strikes, the the uh, Empire Strikes Back uh -huh. at Like, it was in a snow diet. You know, it had snowflakes with red, like, with a blue sky background. And you saw the, the indoor at Yeah. You know, it was like a forest scene and shit. So... That'll be interesting. It'll be good for collectors. Are since, you getting it? No, I already have it. Oh, enough. yeah, that's right. Oh, thank God. 60 bucks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember that now. I, I heard of it as cheap as $40. So I, I feel I did good. It's a little kid Ghost Rider. Oh, the Ghost Rider. That's a good, like, little, like, just... Kids costume? Just a front face mask like that. I don't yeah. know what you... Like a rubber band face mask. Yeah, but uh, all right, all right. So, uh, true exclusive masterpiece Thundercracker. That's right. If you have the American released Walmart Starscream or the American released, or and the American released Walmart uh, Skywarp, we are now getting Thundercracker to to complete our American masterpiece Seeker collection. So I'm very excited about this. It was originally seen in a planogram uh, at a Toys R Us store. There was a, a fellow in the UK that actually went to a Toys R Us, asked about it, and they said, you know, we can put 
we can put a pre-order in for you. And it was just a handwritten thing. It wasn't anything official or anything, but a handwritten thing uh-huh. that said that he had pre-ordered this Masterpiece Thundercracker. So that's going to be coming, and I'm very excited about that. Thundercracker and the Masterpiece line is one of the most expensive pieces because it hasn't seen an American release. So the only one that exists is the Takara Tomy version, and it's ridiculous right now. So, uh, Masters of the Universe Classic Spiker, Spike Or, and Sir Laserlot packaging and bios. So, I think, oh my God, HeMan.org, really? You're still fucking down? What is? It's like an hour and a half, right? Between all the stop, maybe an hour. I would with say. all the stops no, and it's everything. it's been about an hour. It's still not fucking well, back Well, we have up. problems with it at home. Hi. Hey. Um, so, I mean, okay. Well, we're just going to skip this news story. There you go, heman.org. You don't get any props. You don't get links to your website because you can't keep it up. On a Sunday afternoon. Like, this is when most people <laughs> are probably going on the fucking site, you yeah. know? Who is this guy? I saw him yesterday. Is he from uh, Spider-Man? What guy? This big brawny guy in the striped shirt. Is he the Sandman guy? Oh, I, yeah, he is Sandman. Okay. See, God, I love costumes like that. You know? Like, he's not uncomfortable. He doesn't have his face painted. Like, the most obscure thing he's doing is wearing gloves. And it's just fucking perfect. He's a big brawny dude. He looks like he looks like a dock worker from the fucking forties yeah. or fifties, whatever the fucking backstory is for Sandman. You yeah, know? that was a good costume. And his I kid saw him was yesterday. in a little store bought Flash costume, but should be walking around like like a oh, like walking with his arms <laughs> fully extended. <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> Okay. Like Jim Parsons character. Oh my god. Bazinga. What the fuck is it? Sheldon. Oh. Whoa. Wow. Wow. That's how distracted you are. <laughs> like Sheldon in his flash costume. Was he doing that in That's his flash? That's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> he makes sound of us. Oh, okay, shit. moving on. Okay. Uh, so that was so the, the we won't we won't we don't need the link. I just want to talk about Sir Laser Lot real quick because he's gotten a really bad rap. This is the Jeff Johns created character. So everybody had huge expectations. Jeff Johns is who wrote uh, Green Lantern Rebirth. He basically brought Green Lantern back into the public consciousness. Okay. And uh, and he wrote he uh, I don't think he wrote all of it, but he oversaw the whole Blackest Night run. All that kind of shit. So he's huge for Green Lantern. And the, and people are really excited about this. And now, and people hate it. He was, we've talked about him before. He mm-hmm. was the red and blue knight looking guy. <coughs> um, I, yeah, I think I remember him. And I love it. I think it's very masters. The bright colors are very masters. You know, I like that. I like the fact that he literally has a lightsaber. You know, uh-huh. he has a laser oh, sword. I you do know? remember that. You yeah. Know? And uh, and I read the bio. Unfortunately, I can't really talk to it because we have a link to it. I didn't memorize it or anything. The bio works well. So 
I hope people kind of warm up to it. I, I really, it, it's no Drago man, you know. If you tell toy sculptors, make your dream toy, mm-hmm. they're going to make a better toy than any comic book writer or any, you know, brand manager can come up with. But I, I like Sir Laser Lot, so fuck all y'all that don't. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh Bitches. Awesome Star Wars hologram. So uh, Mrs. McFavorite needs to look at this. So this is just a Lego setup. So those are just regular Legos, but it's in like a little display oh, box. that's crazy. And this is a fucking hologram being shown around it. Is it like, look, he just shot the little Lego guy. And there's a little flying Geonosa. Yeah. Like they got the shields in there That's and everything. Awesome. Isn't that fucking amazing? So this is uh, when they stop speaking. Let's see. Uh, when me and my friend walk through the mall, Amphi and Stanger, we got nerdgasm as we saw this brilliant Star Wars Lego hologram in a toy store. So it's not like yeah. oh, it's wow. not like wow. Isn't that fucking awesome? So That's hopefully cool. oh, we're going to wow. see something like this in the States. <laughs> That's pretty That's pretty cool. Because it was just a toy store. It wasn't yeah. like a Lego toy store, which we have one anyways. I would, make a, I would drive the 20 miles to our Lego toy store to go see this in person. That's how impressive this is. Oh, you're talking about the one over in Golden? Yeah. If they had- oh, and we now have what It's not as impressive as the Golden yeah. one, well, yeah, but we have one in Park, Park Meadows. Meadows now. But, I mean, isn't that freaking amazing? That so is. That's really cool. Go check out the show notes. I almost put this in grab bag, and I'm like, no, we need to talk about Star Wars 1313 in grab bag. So I put it in the news because it is. Spoiler alert. Yeah. (laughs) Spoiler. Uh, But please, if you do, if you check out the show notes for one thing, this entire show, go look at this hologram. Again, it's small. It's not some epic thing, but it's amazing. I've never seen anything like that. Uh, And just so you know, it's all based around the Republic army builder for this time which is the walking cannon and that's not the that's the geonosin cannon which i don't know what it's called because i didn't buy that one but it's the geonosin cannon versus the republic cannon and if you want i was going to say if you want to hold up the blow pop thing to people we don't have to stop if if you just want to be like oh you want a blow pop Mrs. McFavorite's about to have a blow pop. I have a blow pop. What I like is that they're the full size ones. They're not those little round ones. They're actually the oval ones. I've never seen these little ones that you were talking about. Oh my God. They used to be big. Um, If you ever bought like a bulk package of them at a store, like a bulk bag, Mm -hmm. they were round blow pops. They weren't oval. Every bulk bag I've ever gotten is this. Oh, okay. Fuck you then. <laughs> See, that's what happens when you grow up in Albuquerque. Do you like a blow pop? Yeah, a blow pop. That's fine. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, there, there was a mom. You're welcome. <laughs> there was. A, we talked about it yesterday that we should. 
Just be, be offering kids. Yeah, we should ask parents if their kids can't have them. All right. So, um, Amazon exclusive G2 Bruticus. So, we originally talked about this, I think, last episode about how there's a G2 Bruticus coming out. Um, and I actually have the original vintage version of this. And it's hard to tell in this picture. But this is actually, so they're the real bright colors, uh-huh. but it, it has black camo patterns on it, if it's going to be really like the G2. So the G2 Bruticus was super bright camo with black, uh, or super bright colors with black camo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited about this for sure. Uh, can't wait. Looks like it's going to be an Amazon exclusive. This kind of matches up. With the uh, <laughs> matches up with uh, with the Amazon exclusive gift pack rumors that we had been hearing about and shit. So that's awesome. That's not just going to be a repack of the retail release. That's actually going to be a different deco version of it. So Mrs. McFavorite, you're going to hate to hear this, but this makes three versions of this. Com- Three versions of five toys that I have to buy. I have to. It's my favorite combiner. I have every version of this combiner since it's come out. Your existence depends on it. (laughs) I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) But (laughs) That's what I've been asking him lately. He's like, I can't believe it. If I can't find those, those... G.I. Joe figures. Oh, I'm oh, like, the Dollar General so what's ones? gonna happen if you don't find them? <laughs> well, I have to wait six months? Really? <laughs> well, hopefully. <laughs> I'm hoping those will see like a wholesale release, but who knows? Um, so that's cool. So <laughs> take a look at that. Because the colors are so close to the retail release, I would almost say get this instead of the retail release you know i like that i love that balloon lightsaber dude it's even got a hilt and everything it's not just a blue balloon you know yeah although i've seen those two oh that's cute it's a little flat balloon flower with a wristband oh that like a corsage it's a corsage (laughs) oh that's a pretty cute little corset wonder woman corset (laughs) Well, that's a pretty good Wonder Woman. That's probably the best Wonder Woman I've seen. Again, she's not very attractive, but like the work that went into the costume. Hey, get a picture. Can we get a picture of you? (laughs) All right, guys. All right, so basically, I need to have all three versions of that G2 Bruticus. We're we're trying to get through this. Yesterday, we, we stopped a couple times and then just like, okay, it's not worth it. Yeah. busiest day and today we're still getting a lot of stopper buys lots of questions so that's good that's good but that is. it makes for a very interrupted podcast yeah it's gonna be very choppy but <laughs> it'll be an entertaining chop exactly so we get wave two retaliation roadblock and snake eyes in hand um so uh, these aren't due out probably for about another seven months here. Um, kind of interesting. I'm not a big fan of the brass, you know, the brass coloring on Snake Eyes' shoulders. His sword sheath is really interesting. It's, it's, like, it's like he's got a sleeping bag underneath there or something, like a backpack. <laughs> 
I couldn't tell. Like, well, it's plastic, so I can't even really. Yeah, it detaches. The sheath itself detaches from the pack that it's in. But the roadblock looks amazing. Like, this is definitely the best version of roadblock we've seen so far. It's an interesting dress. <laughs> Mrs. Smith's favorite is still constantly distracted by everything <laughs> else that's going on besides the toys. Make note of that. Get a booth where you can't see anybody. <laughs> well, that's why I thought this was going to be all easy. I, <clears throat> the way how we were looking at the map, this looked like we were going to be in a different room oh. to me. Oh, it just, no, it looked like, I mean, again, to me, it looked like we were just stuck in the corner like we are. But we're still getting tons of walker by. We're, or I don't know what the hell I was looking at that night, but <laughs> I thought we were going to be in a completely different room. I mean, Podcast Peak or Podcast Alley. That sounds like it's going to have its own room with like 10 tables of people just podcasting. And Yeah. There's yep. two tables. <laughs> there's another guy over there. We need to get a swag. <laughs> we need me. to see what they do. Yeah. Because they've got to be media and shit. They've been set up there with their laptops all day. But yeah. Anyway, so wave two retaliation. Roblox actually has two working hands. It's amazing. He doesn't have some weird thing molded into his hand. Um, he looks great without his vest on. Um, the heads are so. This is kind of a comparison. The head looks a lot better. Again, it's I think really this is a weird mold. angle. In this picture, he's a little derpy. I can't believe they're using <laughs> paper towels as the backdrop of their photo shoot. Now, That's the quiz is, is that bounty or? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's cool. I'm glad to see we're seeing, again, I think the snake eyes from the three pack is still the best snake eyes we've seen uh, since wave three Pursuit of Cobra. Um, Walmart exclusive generations four pack, four packs. These are very, very interesting. Um, so it looks like uh, what we're getting... Oh, this is a four-pack. Just one. We're getting a, a Generations Redeco. We're going to get a Generation 2 Jazz. A Combat Hero Optimus Prime. And this Optimus Prime is really what it is. is It's a Diaclone Ultra Magnus color version of it. So they're calling him Combat Hero, but it's the deep blue and deep red Diaclone like Ultra Magnus. Mode. What? I don't like that robot mode. Oh, what? I can't hear you. I <laughs> don't. I don't like that robot mode. I love it. I love it. See, and it's homage to R.I.D. So I mean, that's what makes it kind of cool. Um, let's see. We are also getting. Do we still have that trash bag? No, I threw it away. Just oh. throw it on the table. Thanks for talking about that on the podcast. We also get a Legends Motor Master, which is weird. So they can use Motor Master here. Maybe Motor Breath was the Asian name of Motor Master. And that's why the Asian exclusive is called Motor Breath. Um, and then we're getting a Legends Thundercracker in this line as well. So that's freaking awesome. So now you have a Starscream and a Thundercracker. U.S. release. So that's good. I'm very excited for that. That is a must pick up. That is four of my favorite characters redecoed and four of my favorite decos. So last 
last piece of news here, and probably the biggest of all, um, we have color picks of Masterpiece Sound Wave and Laserbeak. Yeah, you want to write down the uh, uh, okay. missing space here and uh, remove the Q&A. Yeah. <laughs> and so these are from the Tokyo Toei Show. The color picture of Soundwave is a very poor color picture. I assume we're going to be getting better ones of this. Um, just because they're using a, a light box lit base and it's being taken from above. So basically what your camera does on auto exposure is it closes the aperture. So you're not getting as much light in. So we get a, a pretty good colored picture of his legs, and then the top is just all dark. And the legs look dark blue, but the top looks black. So it's one of those things. This could be Sound Blaster, I guess. I doubt it. I'm sure it's going to be Soundwave. But the best thing about this is we get to see the accessories that he's going to come with. He's going to come with a, a laser beak. And it looks like he's going to come with another masterpiece G1 Megatron. So if you never got this in, in gun mode, no, I shouldn't say Megatron, in gun mode that he can hold. So just like Starscream, Soundwave was pretty well known for holding Megatron when he transformed into his gun mode. Uh-huh. So they're including a gun mode of him with Soundwave. And then the biggest news is, is we see Frenzy slash Rumble with pile drivers, these little things back here, a Ravage and another bird, which means, I can assume it means we're getting Buzzsaw as well. So that's just, their laser beak is red and Buzzsaw is gold. Um, well, you got to have repaint. <laughs> Exactly. So is that really Harley Quinn? Yes, that's okay. the Harley Quinn that every comic person knows. Mrs. McFavorite is a Harley Quinn fan, but from Arkham Asylum. Yeah. So she she didn't hey, I'm know. I'm still learning. No, I, I'm not making I just fun of you. Like I'm letting people know. When people understand that it's okay not to know <laughs> every single homage, every single costume at a con it makes them feel better if you don't know every costume that's good that means you still have stuff to find out you know i don't know every costume and especially most of the japanime i have no idea what uh-huh. those costumes are but so it's a classic harley quinn in her red and black bodysuit with the diamonds cut out with her bazooka and it's a really good one the girl's a, a little big but it's a really good costume, it is a good and one. her bazooka is really good too. So okay, all right. Um, <laughs> and on top of seeing the color pictures of Soundwave, we also get color pictures of Lambor or Sideswipe, and we get news of their Japanese Amazon.com or Amazon.jp exclusives. So Sideswipe. Do you like a blow pop? Go ahead, help yourself. (laughs) 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 All right, we're going to leave that big blank space in. Sorry about that. (laughs) It's always like, are they going to, do they want to talk? Are they just 
getting a sucker and a business card and going to move on. Like, it's, it's weird like that. We yeah. just never know if they want to talk. And we'll usually instigate a conversation if we're not recording, but I want to get through one fucking segment of this show. <laughs> so, uh, Masterpiece, Lambor, slash Sideswipe, we get color pictures. The Amazon.jp exclusive is going to be, and they, what they say, not pile drivers, jackhammers. That's what they're called. So these are from the original G1 cartoon, these little attachments for his hands. Again, he's not a big favorite of mine. Um, um, I know Matt Guzzi of AwesomeToyBlog.com. He's like he's the only thing he's collecting is masterpiece now from the Transformers line, uh-huh. and uh, and so he and Sideswipe was a big uh, favorite of his as a kid. So he's like, it's a must-have. And I said, well, are you going to splurge for the Amazon exclusives? Because you can or- we can order Amazon Japan products. Mm-hmm. Again, you have to translate the page, but luckily Amazon uses mostly html text so you can just use google to translate it so you can order these exclusives you just pay a lot more in shipping obviously yeah so it's it's literally it's about 50 percent more than the takara release that you can get through through a big bad toy store or something even though it's still coming from japan so uh, but he says nope he's not going to go for the exclusive go ahead um, and then Soundwave awesome. will also have an exclu- have an exclusive. What surprises me is kids don't know what blow pops are nowadays. Yeah, do you want a blow pop? What's that? Yeah, a sucker. Oh yeah, a sucker with gum in it. The best thing ever is the their eyes get all big. <laughs> They're like, what? So the Masterpiece Soundwave is also going to have an Amazon exclusive, and it is going to be Energon cubes that actually fit in his chest. Now, I am a huge Soundwave fan. This is going to be the first time I'm ever buying a Japanese release of a Masterpiece figure. Uh I've always waited for the American release, so it's cheaper. But I am going to get the Japanese release just in case we don't get it here. Because, again, a tape player... A tape player is going to be a hard sell in Toys R Us or Walmart, you know? And if we get it here, we may not get Laserbeak with it. You know, you never know. Yeah. So, but this Japanese release and is coming with Energon cubes. So in the cartoon, oh, it's Amazon.co.jp, and, uh, by the way. Um, they fit in his chest because in the cartoon, what he would do is he would fill Energon from his chest. Uh-huh. So it looked like pink liquid was coming out of his chest into these cubes, and they'd pop out, and then he would set them down. And then another one would pop out with the pink energon stuff and he had set it down uh-huh. so that's what these exclusives are but they're just little plastic cubes i mean yeah, that's what i was gonna make a comment about that yeah no i am not gonna spend 30 to 50 percent more just to get these little plastic cubes so oh my god we actually did it we made it through toy news and where are we at? An hour and 26 minutes. That's it. Oh, my God. Jesus I almost Christ. thought we were doing good there for a minute. Yeah, but. no, we're doing extremely horrible time-wise. So, all right, we're going to take a normal break and, and fill your ears with some vintage toy goodness. And we'll be right back with Store Report. Oh, no. 
Shit, we haven't even done fan projects yet. We'll be back. With fan projects. After these messages. Peace. For Autobots join Optimus Prime. Cup reminds me of the Battle on Fate of War. Watch my smoke blur. And these are the new Decepticons. I'm fighting for a fight. But soon, a new Autobot leader will arrive, introducing Rodimus Prime. No one can take on the Decepticons like Rodimus Prime. The Transformers. The Transformers. He's separately from Hasbro. All right, guys. Welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into fan-made projects. First up, Crossover Gens Trailer Force 01. So this is a piece that I'm very interested in. This is essentially an homage to Power Master Optimus Prime using Classics Prime as the as the cab. So this is the one that we keep talking about at Bartertown Comics at Shane's shop. Oh, the one that I promised you if you didn't kill me or leave me by the time this baby's born? <laughs> yeah, that you're going to get for me. So this is the Generations version. That's okay. the G1 commemorative reissue that's at his shop. Okay. So this is the Generations version. So see, the trailer here looks much better than it did originally. So there, the cool thing about this... Let me go... Okay, so here is, here's the vintage, the G1 version of it. Here's what this one looks like. To get a comparison of the size, this is a G1 Optimus Prime. So this is about eight inches tall right here. So okay. this guy is going to be almost 16 inches tall. Well, no, because this is the masterpiece. He's going to be 12 inches tall. I must, I must be thinking of the G1 wrong. So he's going to be 12 inches tall, which is going to be huge. The cool thing is, is so the trailer transforms into everything else, and then you put the cab in the chest to make it look like that. This is kind of the extended version. Weren't we talking about this before? Because I thought the yeah. cab was Yeah, a these little... are just final color, oh. color yeah. uh, photos of it. So you can see how the cab, the legs come down yeah. and join up here. So, I mean, this is really almost a standalone figure that you just put the chest in, essentially. The cab becomes the chest. And what makes it really interesting is not only... <laughs> He's got balls. <laughs> not only uh, can you put the, gener or the uh, classics Optimus Prime or Henke Optimus Prime... You can also put the G1 Optimus Prime in there as well. Here's the Power Master Prime in the chest. So, I mean, they all work with it. And uh, Crossover Gen is actually making the original. This doesn't fit as well. It doesn't fit as perfect as they need it. So they're going to do their own knockoff version of it. That'll work perfect with their trailer set. But I won't need that because I've got I've got the one I need. So that one's very cool. Next up, Doctor Wu's PO6 Partners. So this is Spike and Sparkplug from the G1 movie. So there were two main human characters from the or G1 movie, G1 cartoon. There were two main two main human characters. That's a man, man. Um, that is a man. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so they made little articulated versions of them. And these will actually go in the cab of your uh, Masterpiece Masterpiece Optimus Prime. So isn't that cool how they fit in there? They're very cool. I've already got Impossible Toys version of these, which were kind of like Action Fleet style. And I'm really happy with those. These are a lot more... Oh, the Captain Rex is pretty good. Bed cheat yeah. Captain Rex. <laughs> um, so... Uh, <laughs> wow. We're really getting B-list cosplayers today, too. We Not are. only B-list cosplayers. It's the hangover. Hi. <laughs> you guys want a blow pop? <laughs> Some all over the blow pop. So, I mean, really cool if you didn't pick up the Impossible Toys version. The, the, these Dr. Wu partners are going to be very good. Um, they look... The only thing I don't like is the bags under Sparkplug's eyes. So doesn't he look like he has big, deep bags? He does. And, and Sparkplug did have, you know, he had like coloring to try to, make, to age him because he was the dad and Spike was oh. the son. You know, but I think they just went a little overboard with them. But still, well, it looks like a what the football stuff. Oh, look at her! Oh yeah, wow. See, You're right. Really that zombie good. makeup is really freaking good. There's a booth that's doing zombie makeup, and I think it's free, like with donations. And they're freaking doing prosthetics and everything, yeah. dude. Oh, that's looks pretty really amazing. Good. Okay. All right. So that was third party. <laughs> that was fan made projects. Usually we have a lot more. This is the first time we we had to cut it down to just three articles per show because there were there were tens of tens, tens of <laughs> tens of tens articles. And so this is the first time we've only had a couple really good stories. So on to store reports, sightings, Star Wars Vintage Wave fourteen or Star Wars. Wave 4, 2012, slash Wave 15, and Star Wars Vintage Wave 5, 2012, slash 16, have been spotted in the wild. In the wild. In the wild. So that's, that's impressive. So uh, some, some good ones out there. Shea Vizsla, uh, Darth Malgus, which will, spoiler, are, we're doing for our review this week. We have both those figures out and ready to be played with. And uh, other big ones, Nominor and Wave 4. I mean, you've got some great, great figures coming out. Tarkins in Wave 5. So those are hitting. Again, we still, we have seen Wave 2, Wave 2 slash 13 twice. And besides that, it's all Wave 1. For, what is it now? Five months. Five months. All we've seen is Wave 1. Yeah. Um, Damn it. <laughs> also, Clone, Clone Wars Wave 3 is hitting. Uh, the big standout in this wave is uh, the Republic Commando and Clone Wars styling. And I think this is as big as they get now. Um, and then you have uh, Captain Rex in his Phase 2 armor, so the regular Stormtrooper. I believe that's what that is. And then the other thing that's been spotted, again, these are very sporadic. 
only a few reports of them up to this point, but also uh, Movie Heroes Wave 3. This is uh, the big standout in this wave to me is the light up lightsaber Darth Vader. So You're we got we got we got the Quingon Jin and the Obi Wan Kenobi. They're also in this wave, um, but we got those in wave two, which we still haven't seen. We haven't seen past wave one or. What did wave... we see the light up Vader with? Just like the we other... haven't ever seen it. I haven't seen past wave one of Clone Wars or Excuse Movie me. Heroes. I'm, I don't know. I we maybe I don't know. Never mind. I don't even remember where we were or anything, but I swear we saw something like that. <laughs> so besides that, no other really big standouts here. Um, and then nothing in the ads. It's Sunday, but we didn't have a chance to look through the ads, so. There might be something on sale this week. There might not. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you wanted me to bring the newspaper. The we wouldn't have had time. Yeah, I could have been true. looking through it during the uh, the Mike. What was his name? Uslan. I don't. He was. He's been the producer on. He was the producer through Tim Burton's 1989 Batman or yeah. 88 Batman through the campy four movies there. And now he's a producer on the Dark Knight Rises trilogy. Yeah. And his panel was amazing. It was good. He, it was a great. It was a great storytelling se- session. Yeah. He uh, he. The first Comic Con comic based convention. In New York. I guess again we're going off of his information was in New York. Um, their anniversary is fifty years next, next year, year, so it would have been sixty four or sixty three. So 1963, he was a 13-year-old kid and went to it and, uh, and met the co-creator of Batman in his words. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess that's, it sounds like well, it's one of those of sticking points. Yeah. Well, he met a different guy that was uh, the creator of the Marvel family and a few other big name ones. Oh. And that guy introduced him to, to the co-creator. To Brian Fischler? Fingling, I want to say. Fingerling? But anyways. Fingerling? It wasn't Fingerling. It, it was an amazing story about, it was really about, about a Comic-Con in 1960, you know, and what comic book fandom was like. You know, he talked a little bit about having the 1988-89 movie made, the Tim Burton Batman. He talked about how one of his kids that his kid was actually the moderator yeah. His son, because it's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all you out there. Um, his look at that dude's Beat Street tattoo. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Do you want to go get it? T- I literally do, but I'm not going to. That's a little weird. Not for the hip hop cosplay community is one thing. The hip hop community, you don't say, "Hey, could I take a picture of your shirt?" You know. <laughs> But anyways, um, so that was an amazing panel to hear all that. His, his son and daughter, one of their most vivid memories, are driving through the Tim Burton Batman set, which was five square blocks. Yeah. Uh, or no, not square blocks, five blocks in each direction of Gotham City, up to about 25 feet. Would yeah. you say 20, 25 feet, he said? And riding in the Batmobile along the set in Gotham yeah. City. That was amazing. 
Um, but online stuff, we got a Star Wars Vintage Wave 6. So there's been some confusion about this. This is the San Diego Comic-Con Wave. So this is basically one figure from each of the movies. You got Jar Jar Episode 1. You have a blue uh, clone trooper, which I don't know if he's a captain or sergeant or whatever for episode two you have a shock trooper from episode three you have a sand trooper from uh new hope you have bespin leia from empire and you have uh force lightning uh darth vader so where he's all lit up what's awesome is this is probably the best like x-ray version of his helmet they've done so far oh that is pretty good from return of the jedi so the big Comic-Con exclusive is these six figures in the second choice of the vintage card. So back when they were choosing the vintage cards, oh, okay. th- they're going to be on the runner-up card, bo- card back. Um, but They're on the B team. They're going to be releasing both those and them on original vintage cards. Hi, how you doing? How's it going? You want a blow pop? No! Okay, so like we were saying, it's a, it's they they will be on a, a, a normal vintage card as well, uh-huh. and that's what makes it really cool. If if you're a completist, the case of this wave six comes with six of them on the variant card and six of them on the vintage card. So it's easy to complete your collection. You know, you know they're not chase. They're they're packed one to one in the case. Yeah, that's good. So. Uh, so those are up for pre-order right now if you're not going to be able to make it to Comic-Con and really interested in those. A fan-made project that I was going to include there, but it's it's more online because they're available now. Uh, Marauders Gun or Marauder Gunrunners at MarauderInc.com has released their Series 6. This has been a long time coming. And basically what these guys do is they do three and three-quarter uh, custom accessories, so guns. Um, you'll see here. Wow. Uh, so this is a whole modular gun system. And it's only for two bucks. What? I couldn't hear you. And it's only for two bucks. Yeah. So not very expensive. I can hear myself just fine. Uh, well, you're not showing up very good on the recording. Whatever. So. <laughs> Whatever. Mrs. McFavorite's getting grumpy. I'm not here getting we go. grumpy. <laughs> So basically, uh, this is like a sniper rifle. So you have all the different sets of accessories, and you have uh, different barrels, clips, scopes, that kind of thing. That's from uh, uh, the Venture Brothers. He's a henchman. You know how it's basically making fun of comic books? That's a henchman. And so it's just the no-name masses for the monarch. He's a... He's the monarch. He's a butterfly. Like Batman, but he's Butterfly oh, Man. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. Um, so, and this is even more impressive. So this is just one part. This is the deluxe FOS assault rifle with accessories. This is the whole Series 6 here. So you get you all of this for 13 bucks. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is that that's pretty impressive. And again, these are just black molded. These aren't. There's no paint apps or anything. Um, some of the guns really have paint apps. Uh, good ones do. Huh. Like when, like when uh, 
when Hasbro really wants to go out of their way and make a really good uh, figure or, you know, uh, uh, not more advanced, what do you want to call it? A more deluxe okay. style action That's figure. They'll paint app the they'll paint app the weapons and stuff. Um, I mean, but this has I mean it has amazing things. It's got an automatic mill. It's got uh, nine millimeter with removable silencer. This is a flamethrower. They have uh, <laughs> mines. This is a little mine right here. They have an automatic shotgun with uh, with a round clip. With a, a drum clip is what they call it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They have a throwing star for fuck's sake. A little tiny plastic throwing star for your yeah, three and three quarter stuff. So they do. Uh, they they mostly do realistic stuff, but they do do what they call. Do do. <laughs> they do <laughs> mo- <laughs> modified modified custom weapons too and these look more like Star Wars weapons. So they have a pistol that looks like Han's pistol if you wanted a Han pistol. They have rifles that look like the aliens. Like alien or aliens where they had the awesome fucking blaster rifles. They have those. Um, what was the big... Oh, they have a Robocop's gun. His awesome gun oh. from the movie. They have that. You know, and extremely affordable. Uh, so definitely check out the show notes if you're interested in those. Uh, the MTT, the Hasbro Fail. I swear to God, this thing is going to be fifteen dollars on clearance. <laughs> I mean, it, the movie, uh, A New Hope, is so far out of theaters right now. I've completely forgot about episode one. This is due well. They in, released it far before it even got into the theaters, and then well, they announced it. Yeah, they announced oh, it they announced way it. before it got into the theaters, and then it was. But they said no, it's not coming for a few months, and now it's due in August, like right after Comic Con, which might give it a little bit of buzz. Yeah. But again, this is where it has eighteen shitty ass battle droids that just basically bend at the head and the body. You know, and it just it's just looks boring. They constantly say, oh, we can't do Jabba's sail barge at this scale because no kid will want to buy some want to buy, a, you know, essentially a houseboat. You know, that's what Jabba's sail barge is kind of like. It's like a houseboat with, yeah. you know, with uh, with canopies on the top. And it I mean, it's a really cool concept, like in the movie like that's it's that's such a cool scene where it all just oh god i love it yeah and they deploy these thousands of robots that are you know down to like two foot by two foot you know it's it's a really cool yeah but it's just very very poor did you see that is so cute oh a little joker girl oh my god that is cute they did her up good yeah that was a really good one wow okay sorry (laughs) um yeah I was not impressed with this toy, but yeah, yeah the Jabba sail barge. If they're get, if they're if they really think that kids aren't gonna buy a Jabba sail barge, then why the hell did they make the the BMF or the BMF the Adat? Well, see, and I think those are good because they're play. One's a big spaceship, the most no well known yeah. spaceship. The Adat 
is the vehicle from yeah. Star Wars, period, well, to, in my opinion. To the three and three quarters, it's scale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, it's probably as close as you're going to get to scale as well. Uh, so my hope is people have been begging for the sail barge forever. My hope is with the anniversary of uh, Return of the Jedi that we'll see that. And I would assume they would have to be working on it now because if it's dependent on how well this does, uh-huh. we will never see the fucking sail barge. I mean, this thing is going to crap. I could tell you that right now. It looks like a big piece of crap. <laughs> it does look like a big turd. Anyways, uh, Kabaya Fort Max, one of my favorite things, the Kabaya Gum Collection. So this is where you get a little tiny model kit. With uh, with a little piece, you basically get a toy with a little piece of gum, and that's how they get around the licensing thing. You know, is that because you get a piece of gum? Yeah, it's, awesome. it's a candy toy because you get one little piece of gum <laughs> in your toy. <laughs> um, but this is awesome, a G one Fortress Maximus, um, and what it is is it's broken up into three different sets. Okay, uh-huh. so each set will come with a. a pieces for Fort Max and let's see this listing could set uh, three complete sets each kit contains portions of giant Fortress Maximus as well smaller robot either oh here's Swerve I didn't know where Swerve was from he must be a Fort Max character so you either get Swerve Power Glide or Cerebros in each package and I'm happy about the Power Glide it's a little tiny Power Glide <laughs> um, I love so, but you got to get all three. So I or, I always get my Kabaya from Captured Prey. Uh-huh. Hi, How's how it going? <laughs> all right. So I was saying uh, I always pick mine up from Captured Prey because they actually do sets at Captured Prey as opposed to Bib Bad Toy Store only does those in uh, in cases. Uh-huh. So like what theirs is, is it's a case of five. But you only need three, so you end up with two extras that aren't going to be doing anyone else any good, you know, unless you trade them, which, you know, there's a, there's a point to that, to having tradable figures and shit like that. But Capture Prey is the way to go if you want to do uh, Kabaya kits. Next up, Cobra Sticker Roy Fokker. So Cobra Stickers is about the, equi- is the equivalent of repro labels for Transformers. This is will take your new Sky Striker and in his own homage to Roy Fokker's VF1 uh, or VF1S Veritech Skull Leader Jet. And so basically in the this is where uh, Skyfire slash Jetfire, the mold got it. Uh-huh. So this plane goes from uh, from jet to robot to what they call gerwalk mode, and it's where he's like half he's he's all jet still, but the legs and the arms come out. Oh, crazy! But of course, Sky Striker does a transform, so I can't show you that. But um, the sticker set is amazing. Oh, that's cool! Little custom engines on them. Um, so if you've got an extra Sky Striker, um, they've been clearancing them out like crazy. And you don't mind spending thirty-five dollars on a on four pages of stickers, <laughs> then and you're a Robotech fan, this is what you need to get. 
So do you mind spending $35? I do mind spending $35. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I thought the, you were saying earlier that there was, you were going to warn me of something. No, no, not that. It oh, was, it was something else? Um, so last up online, I, I wanted to touch on this. I don't think I did on the last episode is the Transformers Collector Club um, has had their issues in the past. They've had the credit card fraud, all that kind of good stuff. All of that stuff is easily fixable. It's a little, it's annoying, but it's fixable. Yeah. Um, they have just shown me the best customer service over the last couple months. And I really want to give them a shout out because mostly you hear bitching. Like, I never hear about the good things that peop- that stores do yeah. for people. You hear about the shitty things. So, a uh, couple things is, um, first up, when they put the exclusives on sale, so the Shattered Glass Drift and the Overrun, mm-hmm. um, I was ordering for a few other people, too, and I didn't get a set on there that I needed to, so I immediately placed another order. So, I placed my orders within a half an hour of each other. And I emailed them, and I'm like, so sorry. I didn't notice that my first order didn't have this extra set I needed for my friend, blah, blah, blah. Can you ship these together? So they were very, uh, they were they were like, if we can, we'll try, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, the usual response. Yeah, so when they started shipping, you know, when we got the notice that they were uh-huh. shipping right before BotCon, I I let a, I emailed them again, just, hey, a reminder, you know, if you can ship these two order to, numbers together, great. So they ended up shipping them together. So I was like, fucking right on, you know? But they didn't, they charged me shipping for two orders. Oh. Because they charged the shipping up front. Yeah. So I emailed them back and I'm like, thank you guys so much for shipping these together. Is there any way I can get a refund on the balance of the shipping since you only had to do one shipment? Boom. Refund. I mean, amazing. I mean, you think those exclusives, they've got to manage 2,000, maybe 1,500 to 2,000 orders, you know? Yeah. And, And they were able to pick out my two ship them together and then they refunded the the balance of the shipping so amazing next up they just put the uh runabouts the exclusive the club exclusives they put all of those up for order the extras Uh uh-huh hey how's it going Oh, yeah. Do you want to blow pop first? I'm a a producer for a radio station, so you guys are awesome. Oh, nice. Oh, thank you. Nice. Thank you. So here we go. (laughs) (laughs) You too. Okay, we're not going to do a break for that one. (laughs) That was an independent radio producer, she said. I think so. Yeah. So she. I couldn't hear very well. Yeah, we... So, we have noise-canceling so, headphones. Yeah, she has noise-canceling headphones, and I can't. And my headphones are kind of noise-can—they're over-the-ear headphones. So, anyways, um, <laughs> and so now they put their runabout figures on sale. Well, if you tried to get one, you know the site crashed. I mean, it just started failing all over the place. I was actually able. Somehow, even though it was a limit of one, I was able to place three different orders. <laughs> oh, was it three different orders? Yeah, oh, because I they you... never confirmed anything. So I just kept 
Like it seemed like it went through, but I never got a confirmation screen. I never got an email. So, so I just kept trying to put in orders. I mean, this literally took me two hours to place three orders. I mean, it was like Maddie Collector when they first started. It uh-huh. was that bad because you could, it wouldn't tell you anything. At least Maddie Collector now tells you, hey, we're busy. We're busy. We're busy. Yeah. We're busy. Um, so I ended up with three orders. Maybe the site was so busy it couldn't even tell you it was busy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. And so you ended up placing three with, orders. With three orders. And one of the orders was for priority shipping instead of just first class. So priority was $9 and first class was $3. Uh-huh. So I wanted, obviously, first class. It's, it's actually just as fast as priority so long as you're shipping something as light enough to go first class. So again, I had to email them. I'm like, I'm like, I somehow ended up with three orders. I know I'm only supposed to have one, and so you know, I would you can I you can go ahead and cancel the other orders, but whatever order you keep, I would like it to be with first class shipping because that's what I should have had the whole time. And so they they emailed me back and they're like, no problem. We'll refund. We'll refund. Uh, we'll refund your uh, two extra orders because I guess only one made it actually through their system. Uh huh. But the other two got charged to my card. Oh, so it made it through the charging part before. But um, it never got to their, their order like, system. Hey, you need to save a figure. So thank God. And but it turns out that it was the priority shipping one. Of so course. what they did is instead of. <laughs> refunding my shipping and then charging the first class they literally put a refund check in my order when they shipped it to me and i've already gotten it and they so so just amazing customer service man and they're a little tiny company i feel bad every time i have to bug them you know yeah and and i guess that's kind of a negative is that i do have to bug them quite a bit nothing ever seems to go smoothly with them yeah well they're small yeah they're small and stuff like that i would expect it more from a smaller company than maddie yeah yeah well the problem is is maddie is run like a small company you know so um so give the club a chance i know you've heard all the negative there's the positive is they work with you they will fucking help you out they're they're people they're collectors you know collectors and their wives and friends you know (laughs) but but they're primarily collectors and they know how it goes it's they're not a corporation yeah exactly and so if you're interested in a run amok and you haven't signed up yet you can sign up now and so long as you have a membership you'll be able to order online and their store they said it was going to be up this week but it as far as i know it didn't go up so there when it comes up they'll still they still said there's plenty of run amucks they said only like five percent of the orders went through mm-hmm. so i like this mario shirt how's it going good would you like a blow pop no! all right so like i was saying just give the club a shot I mean, they, they, yeah. they, it is, again, everybody that says they can do better, I would like to fucking see them try. Why don't you raise the capital? You know, you'd probably have to raise anywhere from fifty to $100,000. Present your concept to Hasbro. Show them why and how you will do so much better. And you'll need proof. 
you'll need to show them a store that you've done something where 2,000 people are going to hit it all at the same minute, you know, yeah. and it's going to stay up and run, fun, you know, Yeah. I mean, it's, and again, people have a point. They've been doing it now for almost, almost seven years, I think. You so would it think should that, get a or, little or bit no, better. Almost eight years, I think. Yeah. So it should have been getting better. And they're trying. They moved to a new platform. They didn't allot enough bandwidth for the new platform. So now they're allotting more bandwidth for the platform. You know, uh-huh. so again, it, it's a scaling issue. They just didn't take my organizational theory and design class. There you go. <laughs> All right. No big sales or promos right now. So um, we're going to go ahead and take another break and uh, we'll be back with what I got. Peace. Blanks at participating stores. Your entry gives you a chance to be one of the first to see Return of the Jedi. Guys, welcome back. Um, We're going to go ahead and get into what I got. So, and I didn't get a lot. I'm sure that's. That makes me happy. I was going to (laughs) say. You're still distracted. We just started recording and you're still looking (laughs) off in the distance. I'm so zoned out at this point. (laughs) We got about a half an hour left of the convention. So we're going to see if we can get through everything about a half an hour here. What I got, I (laughs) I finally picked up the movie trilogy Optimus Prime. I actually liked the mold of the Optimus Prime himself. I know he has a huge... They don't show it in this picture, Sweets. Sorry. Oh, my God. Really? Yep. That's But he has a huge backpack back here. Like, (laughs) the whole hood of the the vehicle is his backpack. Oh, that's crazy. But besides that, it's a very articulated figure. You can get him into lots of poses. The legs are a little long compared to the shorter chest. At home. Because it's been sitting in cab mode on the coffee table for the last two weeks. Oh, that one. Okay. Okay. So you have seen it. You just don't remember it. (laughs) No, I just don't remember it in robot mode. But the shitty part is, is I bought it because of the trailer. Because to me, Prime will always have a trailer. But this is such bullshit. Look at how this trailer opens. So it doesn't have a crack down the middle that opens up. It's a whole DeLorean door. Yeah, dude. (laughs) It opens up from the top side. So, again, and I had heard this. I had looked at the reviews. Mm -hmm. It's more to just have him in robot mode or in uh, alt mode the entire time. So I'm not too worried about this, but... That trailer is a piece of shit, and I'm glad. I ended up only paying about 18 bucks. This is 30 bucks normally. So you have a $10 action figure, mm-hmm. and then this piece of shit trailer was $20. Regular price, MSRP. Again, I used, uh, what the Leather, hell? Leather, lingerie, zombies, guns. Oh, shit. I'm already oh, getting Jesus. spam from my, I didn't put. That's my dad. 
Oh, oh hell yeah, likes Grandpa sucker. likes Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah, your dad's walking, watching Sucker Punch. <laughs> I thought he would like it. Anyways, so... <laughs> <laughs> So the trailer is not worth fucking 20 bucks. So if you have to have a prime with the trailer and you don't want to pay for the Voyager version, the Japanese import Voyager version, this is an acceptable alternative, mm-hmm. but that trailer is crap. I mean, it is it is a I piece of crap. I don't really like the robot mode. You don't like the robot? So see, there's the trailer. That yeah. looks good, right? Yeah. But you don't like the robot mode either? I don't know. His legs look too skinny. Oh, up here at the top, I yeah. So that was one of the things I got. <laughs> and then something I've been watching. <laughs> I'm so for, glad I got it. <laughs> something I've been watching forever on eBay and just haven't found a reasonable price. I finally found one. This is the Universe Ultra Magnus. It's from the Battle in the Box 2 back with Treadbolt. And I would still like... I would still like a mint in box version because uh-huh. it's cool. It has like Ultra Magnus running over Treadbolt uh-huh. and, and uh, has a backdrop and everything. Uh, but I was like, God damn it. I just, I at least want the loose version of this. And so I'm like, what's going on here? Oh, that's the only picture. Oh, here we go. Robot. So you can see the robot version. So this uses. The, Is that sitting on our TV? The Robots in Disguise. Robots in Disguise. What? Is that sitting on our TV? Uh, no, it's on our coffee table right now. I just got this two days ago. Oh. Yeah, everything goes from our coffee table to our TV. Yeah, to a box. <laughs> to a box. Unfortunately. So this uses the, uh, I want to say it's the Energon version of Prime, which is just a truck trailer. But it's painted in the Ultra Magnus colors. So I love them. I love this mold from day one. It's not the most articulate or functional mold. But again, 15 bucks. you know, what a price you would pay for a deluxe nowadays. I don't mind getting a loose version of this guy. Um, Let's see. Next up. Wave 4 and 5 Vintage Collection. So we talked about that already. I broke down and I fucking finally bought cases just to make sure that I get some of these figures that are going to be ridiculously hard to find. And if you stick with us after one more segment, we're going to be doing a review of Darth Malgus and Shea Vizsla. So right now, featured custom. So... Last time we talked about how they were doing a mecha mall in that mm-hmm. battle pack. You know, that was very cool. Clone Wars version of them. And you had mentioned it'd be awesome if they did a spider version of them. And I said, Somebody I think else? there was one. And I found, I dug up the link and here it is. So let's see if we can get this nice and big here. Can you tilt the screen? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Wow. So it's a pretty damn... I love the spider. The mall itself is kind of shitty, in my opinion. Well, like, well, I just it's don't just like his mouth. It's just a little plain. Yeah. Yeah, his mouth is probably... And I'm not really a big fan of the yellow horns. Why aren't the, they yellow? Oh, no. I don't they're know more if like they are a, in the Clone Wars. Well, they're like a... Well, they're bone. Yeah, they're so bone, bone. So they should so be bone. Of, but again... He's an alien, so his bones might be yellow. Yeah. 
Maybe. And actually, I don't think horns are bone. I think, but anyways. Well. To be Mr. Know-it-all. But anyways. To his, be Mr. Disagreeable. Oh, my God. I'm not, <laughs> I just said they were bone, and then I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think they're bone. Anyways, so the mecha spider looks amazing. I mean, the detail in it. It does look really good. I mean, it's very steampunkish almost, you know, with just yeah. metal and everything. There's not any, there's not any like circuitry or anything like that. But so, do cool you think they're gonna do a uh, like back backstory on what happened to Maul after that fateful moment when he got cut oh, in like half? Oh, like how he went from cut in half to being Mecha Maul? Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> it's so funny. We have we have one of the most the most accessible open walls of the con right here. Yeah. So there's a few photography people that are just fucking fanatical about getting people in like amazing poses, and so they keep bringing them over here yeah. to take pictures of them. It's very distracting. It is, and I really because wanna... as they bring pictures, would you like a blow pop? Hell yeah! Help yourself. We'll move that one for her too. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> so what happens is once the photographer brings them over and they're in these amazing poses, then everybody else wants to come up and grab a grab a good pose, a good posed shot of them. So. Mrs. McFavorite's and getting into able- the action. <laughs> there was there was a couple like probably about twenty minutes ago that like every angle I tried to get the guy that's taking the pictures he literally would move right as the picture would take right in front of the frame. I'm all motherfucker. <laughs> I just want one picture. <laughs> okay. So hit the show notes. Take a look. Uh, this uh, Mecha Spider Darth Maul very, is very from cool. Toy Cutter. So we talked about. I think we talked about that on the last one. I yeah. may have mentioned that. Yeah, I because saw this that custom was on there. But uh, so now we've linked to it at least. Oh, I don't remember you talking about the custom, but I do remember saying it would be cool if they came with if the mall came with the bottom the spider body so you could pop the torso off and put oh and put his mecha legs on it yeah that's right so speaking of customs we actually have (laughs) custom drinks yeah so what are we drinking all over again (laughs) yeah so what are we drinking towards the end of the show here so i had mentioned when i really originally talked about coming to comic-con denver comic-con 2012 (laughs) that they were going to have an exclusive brew which I think is just brilliant, especially for Colorado. We're such a fucking microbrew community, it's yeah. not even funny. So this is from Breckenridge Brewery, and it's called Fantastic Pour. Oh, that's right. Wink. <laughs> wink, wink. So play on the Fantastic Pour. And it's very good. It's an unfiltered. It's most likely a wheat. It's got a little bit of citrus taste to it. Would you like a blow pop? Please help yourself. You can't refuse blow pops, man. <laughs> Come on. Suckers with gum in it? Oh, I'll take it. No problem. Now all I need is a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. And it. a large pair of breasts. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, what platform did you play on? Xbox. Oh, very cool, very cool. 
I got it. I got to check it out, man. Zombies and cheerleaders. You can't beat it. Yeah, there's even Heck a movie yeah. with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that so, was awesome. <laughs> again, I'm just tired of stopping it. Sorry, everybody, if you don't want to hear secondhand discussions. <laughs> oh, um, I like that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Papa Smurf, and it says, call me Big Papa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> so um, so it's good. It's got, like, kind of a citrus aftertaste to it. And then Mrs. McFavorite even got a custom non-alcoholic. I got two different ones. Yesterday, I got a really good uh, smoothie. Yeah. And it was a... Uh, Mango, orange, and strawberry. So, like, they they uh, layered it so it was, like, orange, yeah, mango, strawberry, other, orange, mango, strawberry. Like, yours was really good. I've seen other people's where it's just all black. Yeah. You know, it's just all mixed in and everything. I think but. it all depends on who's, who's pouring it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was really good. And then today I've got uh, a cherry lemonade. And it's got fresh squeeze, like literal, literally fresh squeeze lemonade. They've got a little lemon squeezer oh, over there. Oh shit! Wow, wow, that's impressive. And then, um, well, it's cherry syrup, but I guess cherries are a little bit more expensive. Fresh squeeze, probably. <laughs> you gotta deal with pits <laughs> Throw that and shit, shit in a blender. So it's good. That's awesome. Good stuff. It's, yeah, it's also it was, the best deal. It was deal. really good. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> 32 ounces for five bucks. My my 12 ounce import beer was five bucks. So. Am I, I don't know, what what size would you say that my smoothie was yesterday? Ooh, I'd have to say at least 20. It was pretty big. Yeah, it, it was. bigger than a regular pint, that's for sure. Yeah, so it was probably, yeah, because it just says small and large. They didn't say what the ounces were. And did you get a large? Yeah. So I got the large, and well, it was a small for five. That's want a blow pop, <laughs> or a um, large for six, and there was a significant difference. And I was like, eh, a buck, and it was good. It was really good. <laughs> Look at oh, this these pose they're guys. doing. Look at the pose. Hurry! <laughs> <laughs> hurry! Hurry! This is an amazing pose. Oh, too late. No worries. <laughs> It's a it's a tank girl. It's like post-apocalyptic. It's a tank girl and like a tank boy, for lack of a better word. What's awesome is that it she's got like jeans on, but the jeans they're like cut off and then they're gartered back on. Yeah. So she's got little short. Yeah, it's yeah. cute. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so all right. Um, so those were our cu- our, our custom beers and or lemonades from the show. <laughs> Let's go ahead and. Uh, uh, get into toy reviews. So, like I've been teasing all show long, we're going to be re- uh, reviewing the vintage Shea Vizsla and Darth Malgus. First up, Darth Malgus. Um, just one of the most amazing looking characters from the trailers of the game. Um, I played the beta and uh, just really couldn't get into it. MMOs are just not my thing, so I haven't seen much of the story beyond it. Considering that the game isn't doing that well, it's going to be it's going to be free to play mm-hmm. um, towards the end of the year. So oh, don't buy cool. it, at least up to the fifteenth level. 
So if you're on the fence and you don't know if you like this type of game, World of Warcraft, that kind of thing, um, don't buy it. It'll be free to play soon. <laughs> It'll be free to play soon, um, up to the 15th level at least. And I might give it a second shot once it goes free to play. Um, but considering it's not doing very well, we may, we'll probably see other fiction Hi. about the game. Um, and that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping to see, you know, those cinematic trailers they did were absolutely amazing. Um, I do like the trailers a lot. Makes me want to watch somebody play it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to watch somebody <laughs> that's really good at it. That doesn't have to grind and do all the, like the gold collecting that you have to do in WoW and shit like that. I couldn't watch WoW. Remember? Yeah, we, we tried Whitaker to watch that it. one time. Oh, was it Whitaker? Oh, I was thinking God. it was Joe for some reason. No, it was Whitaker. I think I watched Joe sometime play it. It's that. Mm-mm. So, so Darth Malgus, it, it, amazing sculpt. Uh, what I like about the uh, Old Republic figures apart. is they're very technical. There's lots of computer stuff going on on them. You know, like he's yeah. got computer gauntlets. He's got, obviously, he's very Darth Vader-like in the computer chest. Yeah. Um, so the cool thing is, is you get a ignited lightsaber and a lightsaber hilt. And the lightsaber hilt actually plugs in. Yeah, that's pretty. Oh, I didn't notice that. So yeah, it looks so like you can take his cape off too. Like this pops. It, yeah, it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Oh. I tried. It looks like his shoulder pad cape thing comes off. Uh huh. But it doesn't. Um, he does come with an actual cloak, which is nice. So a cape with a hood, and and when I first pulled it out, I'm like, awesome! It's got a wire in it. You know, you can mold it just the way you want it. It doesn't matter. It looks... The bunch on the wire is almost bigger than his head when you put it up there. Yeah. It won't stay like every soft good cloak ever in Star Wars. The hood is five times too big for him. Ow, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just tried to yank uh, Mrs. McFavorite's fucking noise-canceling headphones out of her ears. That felt wonderful. Yeah. The lightsaber's a little too pink for me. I like those to be redder. I know that they're yeah. trying to glow, go for the glow effect. What I do like about it is his hands are angled. He doesn't hold his lightsaber straight up. It's held out at an angle. Oh, that's awesome. So that's what I really like about him. Again, molding, articulation is what you expect from a vintage Star Wars. There's no, you know, there's no hip, you know, no hip hinges or rocker ankles or hinged wrists or anything. Just kind of standard, what, I guess that's kind of weird, standard ultra articulation with him. Yeah. Uh, without going ultra plus. Now, Shea Vizsla, I actually like a lot more. So, Shea Vizsla is the bounty hunter you see in that kind of looks like Boba Fett that you see in the Attack on the Temple cinematic trailer. Uh -huh. So, she's the one that flies up to the raptors and is like reporting in, and then she flies down and starts fighting the Jedi. So, you get the double pistols with her, and I like it. 
look at her trigger fingers. Her trigger fingers are on the outside of the triggers. And I love that because if you've ever taken gun safety, you never carry a gun with your finger on the trigger. Again, I'm, I mean, I assume unless you're in war or something. Um, so you carry, when you hold a pistol, you always hold your finger on the side of the trigger. So I love that her hands are sculpted that way. She a removable head? Yeah. And that's the oh, best thing okay. is it's not a removable helmet. It's a, it's a swappable head. So you get, you get the cool, like, Boba Fett-style bounty hunter helmet, but you can pop it off, and you can put her long, flowing red locks hair head sculpt on. She's an ugly lady. Well, she's just mad. You're not that great looking when you're all pissed off either. Sweetie, that's the second one for that kid. It's not like the other kid that's come by six times for blow pops. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. McFavorite doesn't like when anyone takes more than one well, blow Well, it's pop. taking advantage. It's like, do we really have to put a fucking sign that says, please take, take one? one? No, I know. Like, I know. come on, people, just because it's free. <laughs> so, yeah, I actually think it's an amazing looking head sculpt on her. She's just pissed off. And then... Well, according to like her art, the art, the card art picture, she's hot, but she, <laughs> her face so it, mold isn't so much. These little wrist gauntlets oh, have attachable cool. fire effects. Now, if you ever got the, uh, if you ever got the uh, Ralph McQuarrie concept Boba Fett, he had this yeah. same effect. I set mine up, and within three days, the effect, like, I set him up with his arm straight out. Flaccid. Yeah. And it was literally resting on the ground after three days. These are, are made of much sturdier plastic, uh-huh. but I don't think they're going to... I think I'm going to pose her like that with them shooting just straight up sure. in the air. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, mean, I don't just... think they'll stand the test of time. Well, especially with how hot our upstairs gets. I think that's the main reason. If I guess it, that's if they true. Were My room gets really hot. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing to think about if you're displaying your action figures. How warm the, does that room get? Yeah, because my office gets fucking ridiculously hot. Yeah. You know, so all in all, if you, oh, uh, Shea Vizsla also has removable backpack that has a little chest plug, which is cool. Uh-huh. So I just, I love hoses and plugs. If you have a hose and plug, boom, I'm sold. Barbecue, or not uh, barbecue, uh, uh, yeah, barbecue. Blowtorch, sorry, blowtorch. Love blowtorch because he has a hose that plugs into his backpack and his gun. You know, just, yeah. I'm, I'm a big sucker for that shit. Even uh, uh, Battle Armor Cobra Commander had a little hose from his mouth to the back of his helmet. Love that shit. So, Shea Vizsla, I would say, if you had to buy one or other of these, I would say get Shea Vizsla. Both for the quality of the figure, yeah. um, sculpt, accessories. Um, I think Darth Malgus takes the cool prize yeah. because he's a Darth Sith mechanized I, for the longest user, time until, you know. I, well, until you told me. 
I thought that that was a battle-damaged Vader. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my God! It's time to get Mrs. McFavorite home. <laughs> now she's saying you're welcome to kids that don't say thank you for or taking ask. free suckers. You get to. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, so <laughs> I'm just an angry old woman. <laughs> don't mind me. <laughs> so if I had to buy one, one or the other of these, I'd definitely get Shea Vizsla. They're both worth the money. If you find them in a store, do not pay the 20, 25 bucks that Darth Malgus is going for. He's not worth it unless you're just, unless you've beat the Old Republic already. I don't know if it can even be beat or if you're level whatever in Old Republic, you know. And you're you a master the- Sith Jedi warrior. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's <laughs> fucking amazing like cinema trailers during the game and shit uh-huh. with him. But being a layman from the outside, I would have been pissed if I paid twenty five bucks yeah. for this guy. Whereas I wouldn't mind paying fifteen bucks for her. I think she's cool. Oh, and what I didn't even mention is the sculpting, the the cool armor and kind of like old school sharp angle stuff is even better on her. So, are you making sure they don't take another blow pop? Is that why you're watching them? Jesus. <laughs> All right. Get me out of here. We're going to go ahead and take one last break and we'll come back with listener feedback and questions. When we're at home, because they're going to start kicking us out here in five oh, minutes. I'm going to try to get through these last two segments before we leave. Until they start sweeping the floor, we've got a whole fucking food court worth of people in front of us. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, but I'm as hungry. We're going to take a break no matter what. And either from the show, Denver Comic Con 2012, or from our house, we'll be back after this (laughs) message. Peace. Spike Orr and He-Man figures each sold separately. Spike No one can stop the spike-studded armor of the mighty Spike Orr. Not even me, you muscle-bound porcupine. Not even you, He-Man. Spike Orr is new from the Masters of the Universe collection. Other action figures each sold separately from Mattel. All right, guys. Welcome back. So during, like, literally right as we stopped the podcast, they just did a special announcement here. And it was a voicemail from Stan Lee saying, I know you guys are enjoying your Denver Comic-Con 2012 and to look for him to be here in 2013. So that's pretty exciting. Dude, that would be a coup, dude. I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's like getting, you know, that's like getting fucking somebody, for comic book geeks, that's like getting somebody like Christian Bale or Carrie Fisher or, well, Mm -hmm. no, I'd say bigger than Carrie Fisher. Yeah. I mean, especially for comic book people. Carrie Fisher and her brother are just kind of trying to hold on. (laughs) How about, oh, it would be as big as Mark Hamill. Because Mark Hamill doesn't do a lot of public appearances. He's not a con whore like Carrie Fisher is. But so that'll be awesome. Hopefully we hopefully we don't get out mediated because there's it's everybody's jealous that we had media this year, but hopefully we'll be able to get in free again, have a table, have 
baby McFavorite. Actually, wow. He or she will be almost 10 months old. Well, they won't be walking yet, so that's good. Yeah. It's not like we got to put up with a kid trying to wander off yet. <laughs> but. Every five minutes, no. <laughs> so if you're anywhere in the area, all, the, all our Oklahoma peeps from the Oklahoma Action Figure Collecting Group on Facebook, come on down, man. Um, we might have some room in the house. Who knows? Probably not, unless I sell a bunch of toys. But we can find you cheap hotel. We can we can. Unless if you want to buy some of his toys and take them home, we'll make that space oh, for there you. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. You get a free place to stay so long as you buy all the toys that are <laughs> occupying the room. <laughs> It'll still be cheaper than a hotel room in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and get into listener feedback. Questions, no voicemails this week. Boo, everybody. You, you've let us down. That's I'm it. Hit stop. I'm That's done. That's it. We're done. We're done. Um, but we did get a couple good uh, communications. I believe this one came through the blog. This is Alias Angel. So um, um, he's a new listener. And we talked about Gundam on the last episode. He actually grew up in Japan until I think he said he was about age 11. So he's, he was big into Gundam. He's been drawing mechs, I think, since he was five years old. Extremely artistic. He's on deviant art, uh, but not necessarily due to like illustration or art. And I didn't even think about this. That DeviantArt is a place for photographers because photographers are artists. I mean, I I don't know if you people know, you know, hardcore artists or anything like that or hardcore photographers, but it's an art. It's it's one of the most technically difficult arts. Chick Magneto. I I know. I like it. Um, But we've linked to his DeviantArt page and just some of this photography. They are really good is just amazing i mean you're like he's doing this with three i mean some of the pictures look like hot toy shit Mm -hmm. because it's photographed so well um oh go back here come on back back um another big thing he does is uh another big thing he does and so they're not just straight up photographs there's also some photoshopping involved Um, but he also is a big fan of cosplayers Uh and and what made me think about all this shit is he does the same thing like his cosplay photos aren't like oh can I take a picture of you and they like pose in their weird way like you can tell that he posed them Mm -hmm. and just takes amazing like angles of them you know again the art of photography and so um, I was just I was so happy that this guy contacted us reached out to us um, he also does YouTube reviews so um, if you want to check that out I've also linked to his YouTube channel um, and and this I really wanted to bring this up as well is we have we have extremely talented listeners out there um, uh, that, that contact us and, and show us their stuff. And, and we want to feature you. You know, it's not, you know, it's not pimping yourself out or anything. 
if you're investing time into something you love and it shows through the quality, mm-hmm. you know, we want to feature you. So please don't hesitate to write me and say, even if you're just starting out, you know, uh, and doing customs or doing photography or drawing, you know, and, and you just want an audience. You want, you know, we don't have a huge audience here, you know, maybe five to 600 people a show. But if you want to reach more people than you can just posting on your Facebook page or something, you yeah. know, unless you're like Jamie and have 2,000 friends, you know, Jamie gets more exposure on his Facebook page than he gets on the podcast. Yeah. So. But, uh, you know, like Cliff has showed us his customs and we featured them. Yeah. Uh, JD, you know, the customs he did of us, of course, we're going to feature those, yeah. you know. But JD does great customs as well. You know, if you do anything like that, let us know. We want to feature you on the show. If you're a new listener, an old listener, a halfway listener, please do it. Speaking of Cliff, uh, Cliff wrote in, so we talked about those JC Penney military sets. Oh, is that the it's a that, man, man, a man with his hair down, with yeah. her hair down, with, with their hair down? <laughs> uh, Cliff wrote in. We talked about the J.C. Penney sets that I really liked, and yeah. I was asking for a collector's opinion. So he wrote in, knowing that these J.C. Penney sets are actually the Power Team Elite from Big Lots. You know, so so I've actually seen those live and in person, and for the price, they are a good value. And uh, so he wrote, dude, I was listening to your new cast, and those JCPenney sets are a line called Power Team Elite. They usually can be found at Big Lots. I heard you say you wanted to know what a collector, what a collector's thoughts were, and he says they're amazing. I snapped some pics of the stuff I have on display so you can see them, and unfortunately, these pics... I probably should have asked, it his, asked his permission and posted them on our page, but uh, these pics were sent through a message, so there's no real easy way to link them to them. But he did take some pictures. They looked really good with his other Joe stuff, and he's got some custom stuff in the background, and it all really blends well together. So if you're looking for doing any kind of dioramas, I mean, shit, you could plop this out in a fucking, you know, outdoor scene with some sand and gravel, and it would look like you're in a desert, you know? Um, He said, uh, I have the Battlefield playset set up with my Desert Pursuit of Cobra figures, the Lookout Tower with my Jungle Pursuit of Cobra figures, and some generic Stronghold bombed out base I painted up that... ATV in the triple T color. So the triple T was uh, Sergeant Slaughter's tank. Oh. And it was more like, a, you know, those rhinos, like those side-by-side ATVs? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was more like that, except for bigger, you know, oh, that kind cool. of thing. But it, like a single-person little mini tank. Uh, and he said he just wanted to show you how they look. So... It, they did. They looked amazing. They fit right in with the Joes. So if, if you didn't listen to our last episode, you don't have to listen to it. Just go back, go back to episode 74 on the website, check the show notes, and I link to every single one of those sets on, on JCPenney's because they can be a little bit hard to find. All right, let's go and in, get into grab bag. I think we're actually going to get done with this cast before the end of the show. It's actually absolutely amazing. I never thought this would happen. I didn't either. 
so tired. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only four o'clock in the afternoon. That's right. And you haven't been drinking. I've been drinking all day. I know. I even had coffee. You know you're gonna have to drive, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, anyways. No. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into grab bag. You're still going to have to drive your car to come get me. I'm not walking. Baby, we're a half, we're like 25 feet away. Remember, we parked at the meter. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even going to move my car before we go to Sam's number three because we're like two <sighs> blocks. We're, we're going to go. We skipped lunch. Uh, so we're going to go have a nice, nice liner is what I used to call it. Liner. Lunch and dinner. Yeah. But, uh. Uh, what would be the other one? Dunch. Dunch. <laughs> Winner is better. Anyway, moving right. on. Grab bag. Star Wars. Star Wars 1313 announcement. Uh, we got wind of this right before E3 and got the official announcement at E3. This is the new Star Wars video game coming out. So um, this is the first... Uh, um, uh, first more version like RPG so the Force Unleashed was kind of run and gun not a lot of thinking uh, the Old Republic is MMO um, there's there's a Wii game that's more like voice not voice action actuated kind of uh, thing but this is going to be the ver- first like story video game that we've gotten from Star Wars and forever. Um, It's going to be very adult. The 1313 refers to the level of Coruscant where the game, I guess, will primarily take place. Um, Basically what it is is Coruscant starts at zero and it starts dropping down. So you're 1313 floors below the sub-level. And if you're if you're familiar with Coruscant and Star Wars universe, Coruscant is amazing in the fact that the buildings are so tall. We're talking about 500-story buildings, you know, and shit like that. And it, and they talk about even street level is just the depths of humanity and that kind of shit. Like if you can't live above the street level, you're the poorest of the poor. So this is not only street level, this is sub-street level. So it's, def- it's going to be very crime-based. Um, it's it's going to be very adult. They read off the, you know, they read off the little one-liner. Like you got 30 seconds to sell it. What do you sell it? It was almost word for word the same thing they did for the live-action series that was supposed to have come out a year ago. Um, but that they just keep pushing back, saying it's too expensive to make. So I, I can't imagine this is going to be a replacement for the live-action TV series. I assume they're, well, it's Lucasfilm. They're, they're going to figure a way to stay yeah. in the media. Um, but, so if you've been waiting for the TV series, disappointed it's not coming out, this is your opportunity to get an adult crime story. Again, there will be Jedis, but the main character is not a Jedi. The main character is a bounty hunter, you know? So it's very cool. We've got links to the announcement, extra details, the, um, 
uh, the trailer. Uh, the one disappointing thing here, and, and people said it still looked really amazing in person, is uh, so at E3 they announced the Unreal Engine 4. So this is basically what the next generation of games is going to be based on for the next generation systems. And unfortunately, is asked to them point blank, is this going to run on Unreal Engine 3 or 4? And it's going to run on 3. So it's still going to use the old engine. But again, the gameplay that we've seen looks amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks like a trailer. It doesn't look like gameplay, and, and they've guaranteed us it is in gameplay. So, um, Transformers Defender Works products. So we originally saw these at Botcon, and uh, and Tyler uh, Tylertron and Optimus Andy and I touched on this <laughs> uh, during our show. But basically, really, oh, okay, it's still working. Basically, for the most part, these are audio auto accessories okay so we've got gear shift knobs that's a little ridiculous wow i didn't realize those were that expensive door shield wow these are i didn't remember them being this expensive fuel doors so uh, 200 you're running about 200 dollars for this everything stuff. jesus um, oh my God! The gas and brake. Oh no, those are tail lights. Yeah, LED tail lights. Six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars for the kit. Now these I thought were reasonably priced because yeah, because I've gone in. It must not close at four. It must be closing at five. Uh, I think it said six. Oh, I guess it is five good we don't have to hurry but anyways i've gone to vintage stores and got old school like uh ice cream shop uh priced out ice cream shop vintage tables and bar stools and shit and they're this expensive yeah so the bar stools are 150 a piece they either come with autobot or decepticon symbols it's gorgeous like vinyl like that real shiny vinyl yeah like 50 style stuff yeah. Um, there is a table that it doesn't look like. They do have ones with backs for 150. I didn't like those as the, much. Oh, that's not bad. Bar you get, stools for 40 backs. extra bucks. You get a back. They they don't have. Oh, here it's probably on this other page here. Um, but they do have a table that obviously goes with them. So those those were just using the logos. Um, or the logo marks, so the Autobot and Decepticon symbols. Um, the table actually has the full Transformers logo on it. Are you okay? Do, you, okay. do we need no, to stop? No, let's just keep going. Okay. Um, that just went to the exact same. Oh, no. So there's the table. So pub table. $500. Yeah. $500 awesome. for the table. But again, that's in line. Now, the one thing I did want to get, and then probably one of the things that's the only affordable thing, is they have license plate frames, and these are just plastic, and then they have logo badges. So these are where they have the extra good two-sided tape for sticking on, like, the back of your car. Um, the next probably most affordable thing, trailer hitch. That would be kind of cool, but still, not for 50 bucks. Not if it doesn't light up. If it lit up, you know oh. how like a lot of trailer hitches light up with the brake lights? But 
Yeah, yeah so. if it lit up like the eyes or something, that would be awesome. So if you're a big Transformers fan and you got money to burn. Oh, yeah, the chick Pam from Pam. True Blood. Yeah, so this is the one thing the con doesn't have. And as they get bigger fans, they're going to need to get is like a way to transport their guests, like not through the public areas. Yeah. Like uh, Michael Uslan uh, was like, okay, I'm headed to sign at my table. If you got any questions or want me to autograph anything, see me at my table. But they don't have a way to let him out the back. So he had to come out the front with everybody. And everybody's like, can you sign this? Oh, what do you think about, you know? Yeah. Like, I just said, I'll be at my table, you know? Yeah, come on. I already said you don't have to buy my damn book. <laughs> just come to my fucking table, okay? <laughs> okay. But anyway, so if you've got a hole burning a, a hole in your pocket, or if you're a huge car fan, which a lot of Transformers fans are, you know? They're big car people. These might be worth it for you, you know? Uh, let's see here. Oh, these sunglasses. Saber was this, sorry, Brutus Kiss. Bruce was this close to buying a pair there. They were 250 bucks there, so they were cheaper than they were here. And he tried them on. He, like, he like kind of stood around and um, walked around a little bit. I'm like, dude, you'll be able to get them online. You don't have to. He's like, oh, man. And the only thing that got him was uh, they're not polarized. Oh. And he needs polarized because he does the storm chasing. Oh. So that's why I want, he, they were going to be his storm chasing glasses. And, but he has to have polarized. So. Deal breaker. G.I. <laughs> Joe. Uh, Roots of Retaliation trade paperback. So this is really cool. So, of course, we've got Retaliation coming out soon. So this is going to be a, a, a trade paperback collecting the comics that inspired Retaliation. And so I thought this was really kind of... Uh, um, <coughs> It says... Uh, oh, God, excuse me. Sorry. No problem. So these are from <laughs> the Marvel G.I. Joe comic books. And, and these are kind of the stories that either influenced the, the actual movie itself or the storylines are similar to, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it collects, uh, which I thought this was really interesting. It collects... Uh, hi. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Help yourself. Uh -huh. You're very welcome. We like your costume, too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are the ones you were saying you wanted to get. Oh, you've got the palms? Love them. The knee-high converses. I love them. Are they comfortable? Yeah, they actually are. It's just, like, the shoe is a little bit harder to get on the issue. Oh, like the sole. If you don't wear kind of, like, medium-high socks, Oh, oh, that's so good to know. Yeah. But I love them. You look great. Thank you. <laughs> I like your lunch, too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your show. All right, we're not going to cut that one out either. <laughs> so she had the, the knee-high uh, stars. Yeah, the all-star converses. All -stars, yeah. And Mrs. McFavor has decided she's going to okay. rock them. They are so cute. Well, I'm going to try right them on, and if alley. I look like an old lady in them, then, I, which I probably will. They're, they're CFMs, and I didn't 
It, it was a young girl wearing them, so I didn't want to bring up that term. But they were come fuck me boots, you know. So. Yeah. But she was dressed like Alice, very cute. She had yeah. the little uh, the playing card symbols on her apron yeah. and everything. She was very cute. Um, but so talk about the comics that this collects it collects uh silent interlude number 21 which if you're not familiar with gi joe comics that is a comic that is completely silent so it's with snake eyes and storm shadow and the entire thing is completely silent it's revolutionary it literally was a thing where they said how long does it take you to do a comic book and he said they uh larry hama said two weeks he's like well, what if you only had a week? And he said, well, if we cut out all the dialogue and we don't need any lettering, any thought balloons or anything like that, then we could probably do it in a week. They're like, do it. So it's a comic book that has no dialogue, no reading cool. whatsoever. Um, uh, number 22, the like chimney sweepers come to dust. Number 32, the mountain. Number 37, Twin Brothers, and number 86, Not Fade Away. So I think that's awesome that it's collecting these vintage comic books as a, as, you know, back, not a backstory, that's kind of misleading, but as, as the inspiration to the movie. So I think I'm going to have to pick up that trade paperback. I mean, I've got, I've got most of these issues singly, but I think the fact that it's it's a movie homage. You yeah. Know? And last up, Masters of the Universe Classics. Masters of the Universe, the movie. The live-action movie is coming to Blu-ray finally. It's not going to pull up. You're going to heman.org. Oh, god damn it. Oh, that's right. It, it has never come back up all day since oh, the beginning okay. of the day till now. Yeah. Way to go, Val. He's probably like, donate more, motherfuckers. <laughs> Our website will be up. He's so, like, this shit ain't free. Masters of the Universe is coming to Blu-ray. So, it, it's it's one of the worst movies ever, but I love it. It's, That's the one that we went to go see. Yeah, we saw the Mystery Science 3000 yeah. style spoofy. We went and saw a live comedy commentary of it. It wasn't like it, was it wasn't like in-depth knowledge about it. It was talking shit and all that. But it was good with them talking shit. Oh right? no, it was it was it was it was funny. It was the the movie itself was painful. <laughs> yeah. So we've got it on DVD. I will probably pick up the Blu-ray. There's no announcement on well here, this is my stipulation for the Blu-ray. There's no announcement on special features yet. Uh-huh. But if it's got a if it's got good special features, done. If it's going to be this like stripped down like let's just get it out on Blu-ray kind of release, fuck no. I like my DVD if that's all it's going to be. So Well, we got another marathon show. We've been warning everybody that comes up and talks to us, we're like it's 2 to 3 hours. Prepare it's, it's an hour. It's an hour per week that we don't record. Exactly. Exactly. If we if we had the time to re, to record weekly and release weekly, it'd probably be an hour long show. But you get this about every three weeks, so you get a three hour show. That's just kind of how it is. There you go. But uh, we thank 
every new listener that's listening for the first time. We really, really appreciate it. This is kind of the drunken I love you man spot, so you're more than welcome to stop the podcast now if you want. But we appreciate every new listener that's listening for the first time that we met at Comic-Con. We met so many of you. If, if we meet you again and we don't remember you, please forgive us. But uh, for every listener that's been with us from day one, you guys are amazing. I can't believe you've put up with 75 episodes of us ranting and raving and grumpiness and weird, awkward pauses and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. And Brought if- to you by Mrs. McFavorite and her <laughs> grand bitchiness. <laughs> And if you've only been listening for a short time, please keep listening, man. I mean, we do this out of love. We're not sponsored. Every minute, every second we spend out on this is because I love toys and Mrs. McFavorite loves me. So, (laughs) I may not like him very much, but I love the hell out of this guy. So we do it for you guys. It's the most important thing in my world is my fellow collecting friends that I meet online, I get to talk to at cons. So we love you guys. We will see you sooner rather than later. Got a little brown something right there. Oh my god, are you si- I thought really? You ruined our outro to, to do the brown nosing joke. No, you don't stop talking. Alright guys, we'll see you sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. Bye.